back again on the uh, JXL podcast. This is episode 89. <laughs> um, it is, what is it? It's, it's about to be July in this bitch. Yep, yep. It's about, damn, it's about to be tomorrow, uh, July. Tomorrow is July, yeah. That's yeah. we're halfway through, halfway through 2020. Halfway, my half halfway, tomorrow. yeah. This year's felt, uh, yeah. It is your Tomorrow's half birthday day. tomorrow, right? Yeah. Twenty six and a half, y'all. Oh damn, that means that I'm almost twenty nine, dude. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, it's feel, I feel like this year's been robbed for me totally. You know, for a lot of us, yeah. Yeah, for I'm not just saying me for um for everybody. Um, this year, lady, send me half a titty pick for my birthday. Half a titty pick for my half birthday. Oh, I thought you said somebody already did. No, I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, the ladies out there listening. Oh, uh, yeah, send yeah. Send me a ball of half a titty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, no, send all half a titty. Um, but yeah, are we going to do some, uh, we're going to do some fireworks or anything? Uh, I'm down. I don't even know, dog. I got to, yeah, I got to, I got to get my I'm supposed to go together. back to work on Friday, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Your boss is drawing, dog. Uh, it's not my boss. It's the fucking it's the, institution. Yeah. It's not that true. It's, it's the fucking state. And how is that drawn? <laughs> like, that's well, a good sign. Like, first of all, I don't have a boss. That's the first thing. Oh, bad. Okay. I'm my own boss. My coffee. I got supervisors and fucking managers. I don't, nobody fucking bossing me around. But secondly, it's really just up to us because, uh, you know, all cultural yeah. institutions got to go along with this. Well, the state's supposed to go green on Friday, so it's not even. It's still, it's I still thought it was nice. last Friday. I was going to say, it seems so when we're green. It's a go. <laughs> green means go, right? I guess. Shit. Yeah, look that up. Like, green gonna mean fucking sick in two more fucking weeks. Yeah, and I'm sure how niggas are looking at what's going on in Florida and being like, now's a good time to open up. You know? I mean, I think Tom Wolf is gonna end up yeah. closing it anyway. But. Well, I think, uh, what, Texas, they went back, they closed the bars again because yeah. they had like crazy spikes in cases. Yeah, Florida had what nine thousand cases the other week. Yeah, yeah. So and all in one, all in one day. Like they told me there's gonna be a second spike. Yeah. And like we've been saying this for fucking since this yeah, shit started. Yeah. Since like April, I think. So America, if y'all haven't been listening to us, that's on you, motherfucking shit. Yeah, yeah. They might as well just play us on C-SPAN all day. Like, <laughs> tell y'all niggas, fucking say you fucking home, oh, beat your man. dick. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, so, I, wait. So, how do you feel about going back to work? Are you are you happy? Fuck no. No? I not want to go back. For- I mean, it is a good... It's nice, though, that, like... I mean, it's good that you're, you know, your employment is still there. It's yeah, not like no, it's for sure. permanently gone and right. you have to, like, you know, find something, yeah, something else. else. That has to be a little bit of a relief. Not but I know it does suck. You're going to have to put yourself in harm's way. More. Well, we're not going to be open um, to the public until uh, oh, okay. yeah. the end of the month. So, like, the ne- next, I guess, starting on Friday. I don't even know what our schedule is going to be. It's so much shit that's not even organized because they did. I think I told you yeah. before they did this whole thing mm-hmm. with our uh, department. They, like, you know, changing a bunch of shit. So, when I go back, it's going to be all this new stuff. Did like, they give you, like, a list of, like, new, like, these are the new regulations now yeah, they, for work yeah. and yeah, whatnot? They, they put it in, like, our news. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever, but, okay. Uh, Anything but, crazy that's like weird with bro, that? Like, you gotta go through like all this weird ass screening before we go in the building. You have building. to get like you have to get like a temperature check. You think? Or? The, yeah, I think yeah, shit like that. So it's gonna be a whole complicated <laughs> thing. It's gonna suck, bro. Like it's not. Yeah. Fun. And yeah, so like next, for the first two weeks, we're gonna be training, quote unquote. I don't know what the fuck they're gonna train us on, but. Um, it's probably mandatory, you know. Yeah, they I need know. to look like they're being. I know it's probably, and they're and gonna probably go over all the protocol, but <laughs> either way, it's gonna be ass like. Even it if should I definitely was, be, pay, be paying niggas extra, you know, for shit like this. Yeah, right. For real. 
If I was a fucking regular person, yeah. I wouldn't even be wanting to. Like, I wouldn't exactly. go to a museum right now. Like, I yeah. wouldn't even be interested in doing something like that. Like, yeah, um, like yeah, for sure. Um, we're gonna go into domestic news, and I'm gonna just say all the fucking <laughs> that's like Run me down your hillbilly. Me drawing. I'm gonna start before that. <laughs> me drawing like just all around with. Uh, I need a I need to cut back on my social contact altogether. I'm gonna admit that right now. I've been yeah, I've been meeting up with a lot of people. I've been drawn. I've COVID gods, uh, forgive me for I have sinned. I have sinned a lot. Um, I went out to I didn't even tell you guys this. I went out to dinner last week. Where? Uh, some fancy Italian place near Rittenhouse. Uh, Come on, bro. Fortina del. Sita or something like that. Um, it's outside seating only. Had to make that strong reservation a couple days ahead of time because there's not that much seating right now. Why you know you just what I mean? do a little dinner at the crib? Yeah. I need. <laughs> I want to be out, dog. But I know that. I know I'm drawing, dog. I sinned. I, I sinned. I'm repenting. More than anything. This is my confessional this right now. Confession. <laughs> Let's play Usher in the yeah, background. Yeah, I'll play Usher in the background. <laughs> These are my confessions. All right. I sinned. I went out to eat with uh, with uh, and Melissa. And, of uh, course, nigga, and some other people, and I, I'm not gonna lie. They were white, wasn't they? Yeah, they were white. I went out to eat with some whites. All right, there's no, niggas, <laughs> there's no black people. I've been, sitting I've been out fucking up, right bro. Now. I've been fucking up, man. Like, yeah, I went out to eat. I'm not gonna lie. Had a really good time, just cause like I haven't done that in a while. Like, had a had a dinner. It was BYO. Drank like three bottles of wine. I mean, look, I like going out too, but like, still. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, Twan. I know. You don't have to. You don't have to scold me. You don't have to scold me. I know. You tip well. Uh yeah, the gratuity was included. I didn't. I mean, it was an expensive fucking bill, but you know, like gratuity. You know, when they 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 include. Yeah, that all those shit. places always do. Yeah, yeah. We don't make sure. I didn't go over that. Maybe we should have tipped more. You know, it was a bunch of Alba- all Albanians working. They got the Albanians people been tipping like shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, no, Texas. Because like they they fucking protest to have this shit opened up just to not pay these niggas shit. That shit is nutty, bro. That's crazy. Well, yeah, we did that, and then we uh. You know, we wanted to drink after, so nothing's open. So we, you know, we took it to a good old fashioned renting house, drank some forties and uh, some bags. Oh, well, I really taking that yeah, to the college days. Say it again. Yeah, but it, it did feel like I'm not gonna lie, that felt nice and nostalgic. Like I want to do all these things at least one more time before I fucking you know leave and whatnot. Um, and then yeah, this weekend, uh, this is you know I'm on my farewell tour. Uh, I took it to I took it my farewell tour to the Poconos, and uh, my boy Charlie and his girl they had a party um, for me, and uh, yeah there was like it's like almost thirty niggas. Um, we got wasted for like two days. We made a giant slip and slide, hundred feet long. Damn. Um, what did y'all use? Was that just like plastic? He, Charlie just texted me Tuesday like, "Yo, should I buy?" A, a giant slip and slide one. and I'm like oh yeah dude like why the fuck wouldn't we you, right, right. Well, so now you're actually wild it's one it's thing just to go the, there and the slip and slides there but now you're encouraging this shit I wasn't I was just thinking <laughs> god that sounds that sounds I would, I would be like too. a giant slip and slide would look great on my up. farewell tour you I would have I mean? wanted one too I'm not gonna lie it if one of y'all hit me up like yo bro I'm about to get one of these and I'm like a giant slip and slide I'm not gonna be like no 
It's just I'm definitely gonna be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just buying a giant piece of plastic. Yeah, that's that's what what so it's not that expensive. You know what I mean? And then some, you know, you get the steaks yeah. with it, and you you stake it down. And also, I made steaks. Like we we grilled it up, and then we ended up playing. Um, fucking uh flip cup. yeah flip cup which we weren't even and until yesterday someone was saying like i was thinking round two like how bad this is during covid and it's literally the worst thing to do oh, during yeah. covid yeah play flip, flip cup, cup. Yeah, and definitely. i'm not gonna lie that was so fucking fun dude like we gotta all do that one day like it is so it was so, so, so after you drink fun. you gotta go so yeah two people start at first they both go down at the same time mm-hmm. race to the bottom and then they're the first cup and then oh, after, you gotta slide and then you drink. gotta slide okay. and then you gotta you know rebound yourself in the mud get right. up drink and then fucking it. drink it flip it and then your next partner could That's go could go down. Right. They're all at the top. Oh, still. so you, so you just everybody's it's like at a the relay top. race. It's you're not a even relay at the table. Race. You yeah. have to like go. You're not even at the, the table. Okay. You got to get to the table. So like, you can't even go down the slide to your man. Bro, it was crazy though. It was like the you. teams like Charlie and his girl picked teams, and his girl picked me first, and then his, his it ended up being like Tyler, me, and all the bitches on one team, and then squat a bunch of white niggas on a bunch yeah. of white dudes all on the, the other team. All the ops. All the ops and. uh we, you know, we we got shit on round one. We did three rounds. Second round, oh, the rubber match. Come from behind, victory. I stole all the soap because we were soaping like we had soap to like soap the tubes and shit yeah. up that we were using before. I stole all the soap, hit him, and then soaped my team up every oh, so round. Cheating, mandatory. They didn't hey, have man. any soap on that. Yeah. Team. <laughs> <laughs> mandatory he soaping. Was I was like, yo, everybody's mandatory. We're all soaping. Before every oh fucking God. round. And they're gonna clean himself up but still play dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah nigga. Uh, so we won the second round and then to tied me and all the bitches. We ended up winning third round. Let's go. We came through, dog, and, uh, you know, stomped on them, yo. But it was so fucking fun. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a drunk ass fucking weekend. I, I told you guys I accidentally, this is funny, the listeners will think this is funny too, that I accidentally called the cops again. Uh, <laughs> I put my phone in the Jay. beginning of the day in a fucking was accident, chair, and it dialed nine one one, and the cops showed up and were asking somebody dialed speed dial. And then like we were sitting there, like I wasn't paying attention at first, Just and I was talking nigga, to somebody, man. like, and we we're like, who the fuck would call the? Nobody called the cops. Who would call the cops? And I look at my phone and I show him, and he's like, oh fuck. <laughs> But it wasn't a big deal. I just told the cop, yeah, I accidentally called. JXL Rizzo. Um, yeah, right. And, like, he did run my ID. I wasn't going to, like, I'm not going to ruin, like, like my friends, like, parents were up, too. It was, like, a family affair type thing. Like, I, I, just, I gave him my ID. He ran my ID. And it was actually a black cop. And then afterwards, he was like, oh, yeah, just enjoy the slip and slide, man. Have a good day. So it was fine. Um, Nobody got hurt. Yeah, I get. Yeah, nobody, nobody got seriously hurt. Everybody, everybody's old now though, so everybody was feeling it. After the next day, everybody had cuts and bruises all over them. Yeah. But um, it was yeah, we got way. I, really I was playing a drunk, little, dude. I was playing some drink games. Well, not games. I played flip or not flip. I played pong the other week. Like, That's pretty dirty. For like the first. Time. No, no, no. We weren't yeah. just water pong, nigga. Yeah, what are you talking still about? How the fuck is that dirty? You're uh. You're using a ball. You're just passing a ball back and forth, dude. It's well, all. I'm it's in all the same <laughs> room with these people anyway. At that point, it's like. I mean, but you should be distancing in the room. Nigga, you, you was sliding down <laughs> fucking I'm, I'm plastic repen- with I your shirt off, for my nigga. sins. I didn't hear any repentance, dog. Because I, I mean, yeah, repent for your goddamn sins. That's not any worse than just like passing a blunt back and forth. Exactly. Like, how many people were? Yeah, which is bad. Which is bad. I'm doing the same thing by sitting next to y'all fucking. 
talking See, on microphone sending. with no mask on. These niggas sending, dog. Don't try to pull me down with your bullshit. Wait, how many people were involved? I'm trying to pull you down with my bullshit. It was just a normal fucking game. Like about four people. Two or two, yeah. We're across you the table. just had four people We're there? six feet apart from each other at least. Touching that ball back and forth. Two mm-hmm. balls mm-hmm. like normal. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, I was cooking. It was me and the homie Aaron Cohen. Shout out to Aaron. Uh, we was cooking these niggas, dog. I was like, damn. Yeah. I thought I was gonna suck because I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, nah, I was, I was like, hot too this week. I was like, I'm, I was like, I haven't played pong yeah. like and over the, a you year. You don't ever forget. Yeah. And you then I was forget. just like, yeah, it, it kicked in quick. Yeah, it dog. kicked we, in quick. We, <laughs> we did our first joints. We almost death cupped on our first really? throw, and I was like, oh, we're in business. <coughs> I started ripping it. Like the first game, I hit like four out of really? the six cups. <laughs> hit the game winner. Damn. Then the next game came through. Hit like half the joints. Fucking Aaron hit the game winner. Then the third game, I was I fucking lost my juice a little bit. Aaron hit four out of the, the six, hey, but then I, I, clo- up the I closed out the last two cups though. Yeah. So I had the game winner on that drum. I was just like on some Jordan shit, just coming through. But yeah, we ended up winning like four straight games, and I was like, damn, like <laughs> I kind of wish niggas put bread on these jobs. Yeah, like, we do. We do. You know what I mean? Came up with a little five bucks at the end of the night, but that was fun. And then. um then, yeah, I did a little gambling on Saturday with the boys. Yeah, I wish I uh, saw the – you said the fights were good, right, Dog. for UFC? All these Because the one banging, before bro. that, did you watch the last UFC that they had? Those fights sucked, Nah, I missed dude. it. I missed it. Okay. But um, So who was, what was the main card? It was uh, Dustin um, Poirier versus – Dustin the Diamond Poirier versus Dan uh, the Hangman Hooker. And, uh, did they fight? Have they been fighting during COVID all yet? Because I feel like they keep recycling these fighters. Like a lot of them have fought. Like dog, one fight like, I watched <laughs> one week yo, and then one three weeks the, later on, they'll me, fight again. Let me look them up because I watched one fight and one of the bulls literally they was talking about it on there. They was like, um, they was like this bull just got called up on Monday to fight and then he did the weigh in on on Wednesday, made weight, and then he ended up winning the fight on Saturday. Like the bull, he, oh, he just the got, bull yeah, he was yeah. going to fight was already booked to fight, but the other person yeah, in the yeah. book couldn't come, so oh, they had to like hit winning. this other bull up. Like, did you bet six on, days before? Did you bet on the bull who just was? No, no, nah, nah, I only bet on the main uh, event, but okay. I was watching all the other ones. It was um, hold, on, I'm about to pull up the names. Uh, yeah, Julian Arosa, this bull, he fought this bull, Sean Woodson. And uh, yeah, he submitted the shit out this nigga dog. Choked With the shit out this submission bull. too. Damn. And he Fuck, ended up winning. I wish I, then I wish I saw the fight that. after that was uh, Takashi Saito, and this bull literally won in forty eight seconds. Like he just knocked this nigga out. Was he favored pretty hard to yeah, win? Yeah, he was like he's like a boy okay. that's like well known too. He was, he was really good. And then um, oh, there was a couple. These are like the main events. Even like the preliminary fights were really good too. It was a bull from Pittsburgh that that fought that ended up winning. He was the underdog. I was gonna bet on him. He was the underdog. He ended up winning. Mm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, all these other fights were, were banging, but, um, fucking the main event, uh, Poirier and Hooker, people been saying like, this is the fight of the year so far. Like all the like UFC people like, this is yeah, the yeah. best fight like of the year. And it was like round for round. It was close. Like yeah. it was a couple points where both fighters almost got knocked out or submitted. Huh. And it was like, you know, like it was a, it was a point where like our dude, Dan Hooker, who I bet on, who's the underdog, like his specialty is like knee kicks. So, like, he'll just knee the shit yeah, out. He's yeah. tall and lanky, so, like, he is, like, a high Yeah, yeah, he's knees. got that, that high knees. And it was a couple times he hit Poirier, like, clean with that drill. Yeah. And, like, Poirier's wobbling around and shit, like, oh, like, oh, yeah, get him, yeah. like, on the ground and shit. And he, like, had a few takedowns, too, so he was, like, racking up points from that. But then it was, like, points where, like, he was just getting fucking jabbed up by Poirier, just taking, like, eating mad punches, like, the whole night. So, like, by the fifth round, like, both dudes were pretty tired, but Poirier definitely, like, had more energy. 
and I think they ended up winning on the fight. So me, like all, like it was like me and three other homies bet on the John, and yeah, we all lost. But um, but you know, it wasn't that big of a deal. But it was worth it. Like it was, it was worth, it was worth it regardless. Like it was one of them fights. Like if it was in, in like Las Vegas, like it would have been crazy, dog. Like if they got on YouTube, you should watch that John later. Like it was mm-hmm. a banging fight. But yeah, that was um, unfortunately we took the L. But you know. Yeah, yeah. So you would say like UFC is like your favorite thing to put money on as far as like sports betting? Nah, nah, it's not my favorite. One of the only things. It's just yeah, it's just the only thing. It's one of the only live sports that's happening. Yeah, it's just what. Yeah, that's just the only thing. Glad they've been doing. When are they doing the Fight Island or whatever? Oh, I think it might be the next. I think it's UFC because it was Fight Island. They bought an island in the Caribbean. I think think right off the coast of Florida somewhere. That's some inner the dragon shit. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna have a little Kumite on that jump too. Yeah, it's, this, it's next week. It's, next uh, week is a fight. July eleven, dog. Yeah, because so, yeah. the Gilbert Burns fight. That's gonna be a banger too. Gilbert Burns and uh, Kamaru Usman. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, that's uh, lit. Yeah, that's next. That's week. gonna be. Uh, so that's next weekend. Yeah, Max Holloway. All right. That's so I'll probably I'll fighter. probably throw some bread that night for sure. Then definitely. Amanda Reeves. We'll see. We'll hit a Bobby. If, uh, we all. Uh, are you gonna Are you gonna bet with your homies? We could all just Probably. still bet together. Yeah, just, it don't matter. You should just download Discord. I on hit your on phone. a I hit on a parlay yesterday, so I'm up yeah, already. Yeah. So I got a little extra cash to. Because that was that's around. I like doing that, like just chilling and fucking. Yeah, watching no joint makes it yeah, more yeah. fun. Yeah. Like yeah, we were just I invited the homies over. We were just mm-hmm. drinking beer and eating pizza and shit, and it was just like we were just hyped the whole time. Yeah, like, definitely stressing, but it was it was fun. It was definitely. Really fun. Um, so that's dope. Um, but yeah, that was fun. You have anything in uh, domestic? Like, I gotta say this. I'm a socialist nigga with some bourgeois dreams. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this is a wild way to open Damn, Coming in with a backstory. Jake's so hot. He gave a whole. Wait, I've never seen Twan come in with a backstory. Damn. This gotta be crazy. What's up, oh, bro? Nah, this just, I already money. told you before. Like, well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna fucking buy the fucking LLC and uh, oh, start the record oh. label, you know what I'm saying? That's okay. what's up. Gotcha. Nice, dude. You got a name for it and everything already? Yeah, Def Rocks Records. Oh, okay, cool. That's cool. Def Rocks? Yeah, it's just Fed Rocks with the FED yeah. spell oh, backwards. shit. But that's kind of cool, too, because, like, you know, Def Jam like Def Jam, and, like, yeah. The Rock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that Def Rocks. That's that sounds uh, Cecil, Cecil's got to leave. He's on punishment because he attacked me earlier. Um, I don't yeah. trust this nigga He's eyeing you, like, as far as I could throw him. Yeah. Fuck you, Cecil. Yeah, don't look at me like but that. But yeah, other domestic news. We got uh, <clears throat> Street from the podcast dropped the single last week. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Bring that up. A remix dude. of uh, Bring the famous up. Black Star redefinition, uh, produced by the legendary High Tech. So I made a, a free. I did a freestyle over that track and called it Re Redefinition. Yeah, dude. Uh, wrote that John in like a couple hours, a couple weeks ago. Hit up James like, yo, let's record this weekend. Me and James banged out the session yeah. in like two hours. James yeah, killed the mix. Yo, everybody listening to the track is everybody like, like yo, the mix. They like the mix. They're all like, yo, who mixed this joint? Like, really? Yo, this mix is right here. Like, That's good because we did that like, we with minimal, that minimal, up, like, minimal plugins. Uh, yeah. And like, I, I mean, I'm pretty familiar with mixing your voice, but I'm glad that people uh, liked it because I haven't mixed like hip hop in a while. So like, like uh, hip hop with vocals. Right. Yeah, I'm going to say, you know what I mean? Besides like, you know, remix shit. And then for that, I'm usually just kind of, the the using the voice as like 
kind of like a background instrument almost you know what i right. mean i yeah, haven't yeah, mixed yeah. like upfront vocals right. in a while um so i'm glad that uh people were, were feeling it yeah they, uh, you know they, they were fucking with it uh, a little rusty it got a, a lot rusty a lot of uh, pretty good. positive feedback a lot of listen it got like it got like 1200 listens in oh, the first sure. week so drop that video though yeah we might i might do a video for it soon so that's yeah for the listeners if y'all want to listen to it i didn't put it on apple music spotify because i don't have licenses over the track but it's on SoundCloud. Just look my SoundCloud up. It's the first track on there. And then also, one other thing in domestic news. Your nigga is famous, nigga. I made my first appearance oh, on TV. Yeah. Oh, sh- oh, shit. Well, that's yeah. like saying not my first appearance on TV. But, like, you know, first appearance on, like, a major They got a whole network. filmography list. Fucking, yeah. I'm about to add this to my portfolio. <laughs> um, last night, they premiered on Vice TV. They premiered um, <clears throat> the Philly episode of Fuck That's Delicious uh, for their newest season. And uh, they shot it last September, and uh, shout out to the homies at Suplex, uh, Chris and Mike. They actually are friends with um, all like Bronson and all those dudes at Mayhem and Big Body and shit. So they had uh, during the Eagles. I actually talked about this on the pod when it happened, but on uh, when the Eagles had the season opener, they did a little cookout and shit. And uh, yeah, I brought this up on the pod when it happened because you know I was telling y'all Asakira was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. Alchemist this is the day shit. I got too drunk and then yeah, make it the next day. Yeah, but I fucked um, up, man. So that Je- I'm jelly, bro. That was it was a dope time. But yeah, that <laughs> premiered last night, and your boy got hella camera time, and it was dope because like they showed the block party was like the last thing that they like featured for yeah, that yeah. episode. So like me and the homie shout out to Casey, friend of the podcast, uh, Rare Vintage. Um, me and him had a bunch of FaceTime. His sister was in there. And that was like all like the last like two minutes of the show. And I got some good FaceTime on that, John. I posted the little John on my gram and Twitter and shit. People was like, oh, shit. So, yeah, for the listeners out there, if y'all want to check it out. I don't know if it's on. It might be on YouTube by the time y'all hear this. But it's called. The episode is called uh, America's Food Capital. So, check that out. They were showing mad love to Philly, too. Like, it was dope. Because, like, um, they went to Max's. That was like the, yeah, what yeah. the show opened up. As or whatever, they're just like chilling in Max's. Mm-hmm. It was like a Friday night. It's Poppins, who's like mad yeah, yeah. and shit. And like, um, they're all like, damn, yo, like this is so lit. They're like, yo, Philly's like what New York used to be. They're like, yo, Philly's old New York. That, <laughs> that, like, that warms my heart. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it warmed yeah. mine too. I was like, damn, like these niggas really like uh-huh. showing you ne- love. You like, never hear New York niggas say shit. Yeah, like yeah. they really came, <laughs> came clean. Like, yo, that's so true. I was, <laughs> I was surprised. I'm like, man. I never like, hear them niggas. They would never equate yeah, us uh, to them in any you know, yeah. capacity. So, but they recognize real because they know this shit getting gentrified the fuck up. But um, yeah, they were like, yo, I love this shit. And even fucking Mayhem shout out the Eagles and shit uh, when they're at the block party. He was like, you know, the Eagles doing their thing. Da, da, da. I'm like, damn, they really showing love. But they went to Zahav, which I've still never been to, man. I got to go there. After watching it, oh, fuck that's delicious. I'm like, dog, I need to go to Zahav, yeah, when shit opens back up. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it's like the best restaurant in the country or some mm-hmm. shit, too. But they went there. They went to this little other spot downtown. I don't remember what it was called, but I never heard of it. But I might check that spot out, too, now. And then um, where else did they go? They went to Max's. And then, oh, they went to Angelo's on 9th Street and got pizza and sandwiches and stuff. But, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a great episode, man. Like, it was funny as shit. They <laughs> kept it super Oh, they went to Ar- Hardinia, which is not too far from here on 16th Street. Um, but, yeah, they went to a bunch of really good, like, the good local spots. And, um, yeah, they, they showed Philly in a good light, man. They, they showed love. So I was happy with that episode. And I'm happy that I'm in it. So shout out to Vice TV. Nice. Yeah, yeah, good shit. You had a uh, you had a bunch of good domestic news uh for this week, dude. Um let's go let's get into it. Uh let me see. 
The local news. So, um, this is the first thing in local news. The Department of Education illegally seizes uh, $2.2 billion from student loan borrowers. This should be a national story, right? The hell? It this is just in Philly? No, nah, this is a national yeah, story. Yeah, it's a national, it's so, a national one. Oh. It was just typed in the wrong section. Okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll run that down. Yeah, that yeah. God damn. Um, That'll be the first topic of the City uh, rescinds um, uh, $19 million budget increase um, to Philadelphia Police Department, saving the city a total of 33 mil. They're Are giving you? our 33 mil Wait, back, dog. Li- it's literally 33 mil? Well, it's not technically, but it's because they fucking... So they were going to do this $19 million budget increase, but then you know how they proposed the $14 million drone for next year? Yeah, yeah. So they since they canceled that, they basically took away the two, the next two. I guess, so I don't know how their fiscal calendar works, but I think the $14 million increase <coughs> was supposed to be for 2021. Uh-huh. So I think this is like the current fiscal year. I think this would have, the yeah, $19 yeah. million was supposed to go for this year's fiscal increase. So they rescinded that. And then on top of the 14 mil that the city council voted against two weeks ago, altogether, <coughs> they are not getting the $33 million in funding. So hmm. that's the 33 mil we've been fucking it's waiting interesting. for. interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that like it just ends up <laughs> being around 33 yeah. mil, the shit that, uh, you know, we were missing, huh? The, for the they're trying to appease it. They, they, I, I, I like this, but you know this I think right? maybe they might the be trying podcast to. We know what podcast. y'all niggas are doing. Kenny, Nutter. All y'all, whoever else is involved, you know, I, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to walk it back a little bit. They heard yeah. us talking shit. They knew we meant business. I think they knew we meant so business, I, dog. We weren't gonna, we weren't going we weren't to roll uh, over. Dog. We, yeah, we weren't gonna roll over on this. I think uh, this is a win for us, uh, the podcast specifically, yes. and yeah. all of our listeners. You're welcome, uh, listeners. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. We got the 33 mil back. Our I could say this is this is equivalent to getting the 33 mil back, even though. I think they still got away with murder, hiding the 33 mil, but Definitely. there you go. It, and then, you know, they're taking it away from uh, what we want, from the defunding cops. these motherfuckers. So. Anybody want to read this article? Just give a little comment. <coughs> it's from BillyPenn.com. Uh, following nearly two weeks of protests and civil unrest, Mayor Jim Kenney has revealed his plan to reform the city's scandal play to police department. The most notable changes, Kenny is rescinding his p- proposed $19 million increase to the Philadelphia Police Department's budget which became a rallying point for advocates in the wake of George Floyd's killing and created an improved and independent civilian oversight board to replace the Police Advisory Commission. Kenny's prior budget had proposed a significant cut to the Oversight Commission. Kenny now she faced a veto-proof majority on city council with 14 to 17 members. That's actually kind of kind of nuts. I definitely wouldn't expect that many city council members to be down. But in a prepared statement, the mayor seemed to accept criticism and aimed his administration by, demonstra- by demonstrators who have called for the reform or even a wholesale elimination of the PPD during the protests. Yeah, this so, uh, my bad to interrupt, but I guess it, so that means that <laughs> there's nothing this motherfucker could do anyway. You know yeah, what I pretty mean? Much. Like, yeah, that was the people, the council has spoken, right. tribal council has spoken. <laughs> He said it's been a, quote, a humbling experience. So, like, yeah, I don't think as much you can do. <laughs> he said it's humbling. <laughs> I keep going. <laughs> the mayor called for a barrage of other changes. Under the proposal, the police will formally update use of forces, forces policies and employ new technology to upgrade an early warning system designated to flag pr- problem officers. Oh, it's working snitching the police. Nice. <laughs> Although the city has technically has such a system for decades... 
it was dubiously utilized. Oh, okay. Newly installed PPD commissioner Daniel Outlaw said she didn't even know the system already existed. Hmm. She has to do her job. Did you want to scroll down a little bit? Yeah. I Wait, she didn't know that. Yeah, there was like a, a system to snitch on the cops. She didn't know that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No yeah. One, them niggas don't ever use, use that shit. They yeah. never use it. Like, oh, this nigga killed somebody. Uh, that's cool. We ain't gonna say that's crazy. It. That's like on your like at your job or something, and like I don't know, like if you don't know, like that there's like a I don't know if you work with like dangerous chemicals. And like niggas keep burning their eyes out, like oh I didn't even know we had an eye wash station this yeah, whole right, fucking yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I was in the back of the room the whole time. Who <laughs> kept going to the bathroom to wash my you eyes? Know, like it's crazy. <laughs> Additionally, internal affairs would be required to generate quarterly reports on investigations and misconduct. While endeavors to generally increase transparency, the city will also create new internal positions to monitor brutality and diversity issues within the department. The city also proposed renegoti renegotiating the city's fraternal order police union contract, also criticized for shielding bad cops, to win disciplinary reforms and reestablish a residency requirement for officers that were weakened in the past. The renegotiation would not happen immediately, but rather over the next year. Finally, the mayor proposed seeking legislative reforms in Harrisburg to increase police accountability, but the critics like city council maker Kendrick Brooks, the reforms are not enough. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, I'm glad we found that 33 mil. Um, I mean, I still find this kind of suspicious. You know, like, are they really going to follow through with this shit, like, 100%, especially when, like, they, uh, yeah, yeah I, shit, like, they didn't even know you could switch on the cops. I think only yeah, well, time, gonna see. Yeah, only only time will tell yeah, for exactly. something like this. Um, it sounds good. Sounds good. Like, uh, on make, paper right now, I guess. Like, I make good on their word. From what we're saying, yeah, only time will tell. It's in their hands, you know? Um, there's nothing else we could really, well, I mean, you know, everybody keep doing their, uh, thing, bringing awareness. Yeah. yeah keep speaking out. But, um, yeah, this is, uh, they're going to have to be the ones, our city council is going to have to actually follow through. Um, let's move on to the next story. Um, PAFA, uh, yeah, fuck them dog tells, uh, faculty, um, not to affiliate the schools with black, uh, lives matter movement. Um, so Pafa, what is Pafa? that's Pen the Academy art, of Fine Arts. It's the paintbrush uh, art it's a, school. It's an art institution and did it's a, a museum. Were you? Uh, did you take the art class where we had to go there and I think you have to find like ten paintings and write some kind of information or oh, like no. how you feel about them or some something about it was like art. an art appreciation class. This was one of the oh, it wasn't like the, the um, art, history art history class. I only took one of them. I know you need really? two or three to graduate, but they just didn't make me do the other one. Yeah, school was so fucking scary. <laughs> he was so excited. They were like, they didn't even realize either. And they're like, ah, oh, whatever, fuck it. Like, you're good. You're good. To go. You're not gonna be an art history guy anyway. Um, yes. But so this story came yeah. to light. Uh, what was it, like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, because uh, David Brigham, who's the president of uh, PAFA wrote a letter basically addressing everything that had been going on with the protests and everything. Um, but <clears throat> I didn't read the letter, um, but, you know, I, I follow a lot of people that went to PATH or go to PATH currently. Um, and I also follow PATH on Instagram. So I've seen, like, the, you know, their posts about the letter and everything when a lot of people was, it was getting so much negative feedback from, like, the public and shit. But b pretty much, in a nutshell, in the, the letter was basically stating, like, it was basically saying that PATH isn't taking any stance. 
which you know isn't good either because they're just being complicit. But yeah, um, <laughs> their 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 stance in not taking a stance was that they don't want to affiliate the school with quote unquote political um, affiliations. But yeah, people's argument, you know, which yeah, I mean, it, the argument is valid because and it's a right argument is that the, you know obviously BLM isn't a political entity; it's a human rights yeah entity, and mm-hmm. the situation isn't about the whole everything that's going on isn't about. Is is about human rights, not about politics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like niggas it's, not yeah. getting murdered shouldn't be like a controversial issue. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, we're not over here. You know, debating about Especially Republican for, and um, Democrat. We talking about people living and dying over, you know, for no reason and shit. Especially, I mean, they're gonna have a. I mean, I could see where like they if they if a school say any given school say especially a school like in the main line or some shit mm-hmm. like that, they would have a lot of like flack like. uh they would like I think they would have a lot of um dr- uh what's the word you know pushback yeah, yeah from the community and it would be a big headache which does still wouldn't make it like right to yeah. you know ban that but as PAFA I think I don't know that's kind of a weird move for yeah. them just because I think like you're you're gonna have more people on the side of including Black Lives Matter. Right, then at an art especially yeah. at an art institute, <laughs> right, exactly. you know what I mean. But so. then, yeah, we're literally a majority black city, so like, yeah. yeah. So I, I bet w- you some of the people who fund it though are probably. Uh, oh well, the board. So <laughs> the thing is, is, building funded by the one of these buildings is funded by the FOP. I don't think it might be this one, but like the FLP, the FOP, FOP, yeah, like the Fraternal Order of Police. Oh, okay. Oh, I think it's one of these other buildings. I think it might still, be. Um, but I'll read some sure. article. I'll give more context after I read some of this because. Um, my friend Tess, she actually is an alumni of PAFA, and she was one of the people that uh, helped write the petition to have uh, David Brigham, the president, step down. So I, I ran into her last week, actually, and she gave me a lot of, like, the inside details of what was going on and, like, actually gave me way more context to everything. But I'll read it, and then I'll, I'll, I'll talk about what she, some of the things she told me. But um, this is an update. This actually just got – the article came out on June 19th. Um, they updated it yesterday. Um, this is also from BillyPenn.com. Uh, in the days after the article ran, more than 1,000 faculty, alumni, and members of the local art community signed a petition um, calling for a sweeping reform at PAFA, including uh, immediate resignation of CEO David Brigham. Uh, Brigham, I should say, not bring, uh, Brigham. <clears throat> the online petition at change uh, at PAFA.org demands PAFA restructure its leadership by reviewing its deans, the women's board, and the board of trustees, as well as public statements uh, leaders have made on matters of racial justice. Uh, for its part, uh, bring up Brigham and other school leaders unveiled their own reform plan uh, on the same day, which includes hiring more faculty of color uh, at the school and auditing the museum's entire collection of racist ties. So in, okay, I'm glad this, this is actually a good point to Wait, stop. Reread that again. Uh, for its part, Brigham and other school leaders unveiled their own reform plan on the same day, which includes hiring more faculty of color at the school and auditing uh, the museum's entire collection for racist ties. Okay. Um, so, so actually, it's interesting because Tess was telling me, like, she said, well, a lot of the, and this is the case at most, uh, a lot of universities, especially uh, art schools, uh, a lot of the faculty are, are adjunct uh, faculty, so they're not, like, tenured or, like, you know, full-time um faculty yeah. at the school they're kind of mm-hmm. just like contractors or whatever and she was telling me it's only like one like black professor at the whole university which is crazy <coughs> and then on top of that she was like when they proposed to hire more black faculty i think there's like only 
like gonna hire like two or three more faculty. So it's like <laughs> it's like it's not even like a significant yeah, yeah. change. It's just like a little sprinkle of uh-huh. like, you know, and Couple she token that she, she she put it what well, Tess said it perfectly. She was like, All they're trying to do is just band aid the whole thing up and it's like they just kind of keep putting more band-aids, more band-aids on it and shit. But some of the shit, I'm not going to read this whole article because it's kind of long. I can kind of give more context on my own. But she was telling me, like, the alumni, you know, they and the current students and uh, graduate students and stuff uh, came together to, to make the petition and everything. But um, some of the stuff she was saying, like, a lot of people were reaching out to Brigham individually, and he was responding to people's emails individually. And, and one student wrote to him about the situation and stupidly, on his part, in in response to the email that one of these students had sent him, he had revealed his um his his salary in the email, and he tried to basically play it as if like he tried to play on some victim economic victim shit, like he makes less than his peers and shit. What was the salary? But so yeah, I'm gonna tell you. So he said in the email that he's fucking makes he only quote unquote only makes three hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> And he basically said to the student, like, if you were to, you know, if you were to look, like, uh, peers in my position at other institutions make significantly more yeah, than yeah. me. So, like, I'm only, I'm actually, like, making, la- like, like, nigga, what are you saying, my nigga? Like, you make over a quarter million dollars. A- my nigga, you're a millionaire, my nigga. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you talking to people who probably will never, most in most cases, won't ever make a salary true, yeah. that much. And then you're talking to artists, like people who fucking struggle yeah, yeah. more than anybody in most cases to make money, like even with an education. And even if you do have a good position, like $300,000 a year, my nigga, like come on, bro. Like you're talking to students, like these motherfuckers live all ramen and shit. Like mm-hmm. you're supposed to sit here and think that like, oh, he actually, he doesn't make, that's not that much. Like, uh, you know what? You're right. Like what the fuck? Like why would you, why would you disclose that information Anyway, just in general, like that's so like unprofessional. And just, like, out of touch. Like, if you, I feel you're making that much money for that long, you just kind of forget how much, how little other niggas are making. Wait, exactly. This was this was the president guy. Yeah. Um. What's his name? Brigham or whatever. Brigham. Yeah. Brigham. David Brigham. So in that email, he revealed that, and then like that kind of just fueled the the committee of students and alumni that were working on the petition even more, like just proving how out of touch he was. And um, yeah, man, like it was getting kind of crazy. But Tess was saying she thinks somebody leaked, or um, yeah, kind of leaked the fact that they were working on the petition because, like, the article said they had the PAF had rolled out their own plan. Yeah, their yeah. Own so the they're trying day. to counteract. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. She was saying that they were. Yeah, they were trying to counteract it, but they got a lot of uh, support in the uh, petition. I don't know all the details of what happened, but they're trying to get this boy to step down. But then a couple of days after that, he released another statement. And I didn't even read it, but people, I was just reading the comments on their Instagram, and people were all like, yo, y'all basically saying the same thing I said the first time, like, y'all are, you know, not really about this change and shit, but, um, but yeah, man, it's, it's a sad day, I, I was super disappointed, um, I had tweeted at Path on, on Twitter and basically called them out too, like, y'all fucking one of the biggest disappointments in the city, and like, you know, <laughs> Barkley Hendrix yeah, yeah. is one of my favorite artists, and he's a Path alumni, RIP Barkley Hendrix, you know, he's one of the first... Or at least that I know of, uh, one of the first like African modern. Well, not I won't say modern, more modern. Modern. Um, I'm trying to think. I, I don't know what era to call him. He's really popping in the '70s when he started painting. But um, I guess that's postmodern. He's one of the first African American postmodern artists to kind of have um, some global reach, and they promote his work all the time at Path, and it just pissed me off because I'm like, y'all constantly promote Barkley Hendrix's work and his entire 
portfolio is about the black experience. You know what I'm saying? Like that's literally what his painting, his painting, his his work is about black representation, about black bodies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Being seen in a dignified way, and then also being seen in the setting of galleries, and you know, in, in the medium of paint. And it's just like, how can you? be so avidly promoting Barkley Hendrix, but then, like, not stand for Black Lives Matter. That's, like, so contradictory, you know what I mean? Because yeah. his whole portfolio, his whole career is about black representation, you know what I mean? And I mean, putting the a black person in places where we aren't represented. I like. mean, it's the same, like, how the NFL is, like, mostly black, but they don't mm-hmm. give a shit about niggas' actual issues, you yeah, know what I'm saying? That's a, yeah, that's they make money comparison. off of niggas, but, like, they don't give a shit about your livelihood. Yeah, that's a good comparison. But, yeah, that shit was so disappointing, seeing that from... You know, one of the most popular art institutions in in the country, and you know, obviously one of the most important institutions in the city. So yeah, fuck Paffer, man. Fuck them niggas. Fuck them niggas. Um, look, we're gonna move on to national news at this point. Yeah, this is where we can bring up the. Um, um let's take a pause. Story. I have to actually pick this uh, phone call up. Um, yeah. <laughs> Define the definition. I hope you listening to what I'm spitting in your auditory transmission. Now I've seen a lot of pimping and ass kissing. The price you paying just to make it in a fast business. The shit I'm seeing every day, guess it got a nigga jaded. The conversation changes when there's money on the table. Back when we were kids, we wanted agents and the labels got connected on my own. I'm the plug in the cable. Had to bring it back for the cats and the culture. Middle fingers up to the rats and the vultures. Pigs in the back, they harassing and scoping like the ass. Is up if they blast and provoke me. The shit is all wellian. Just think what it's like with more melanin. You micro soft with words you excelling and express my rights with verbs like rebellion. Nigga, I ain't asking, I'm telling. What authority? The illest motherfucking minority and full time major priority. It's too easy. Why you think she covering my line? Yes. Keep a shorty spread over under all the time. Swimming in the waters with the laws maritime. Yes. About to shift the fucking paradigm. Uh. Eight course a la carte dinners. An avant-garde nigga got uh. the head curator complimenting my decisions. My life in exhibition, I define it like I promise. I Watch the smoke clear as I blow the marijuana. Sent a success while you sell on my collar. Let this college drop out. Educate you like a scholar, motherfucker. Okay, we are uh, we are back. Um, we are in national news. Is it you want to do this one first? The uh, one that we accidentally put in. Uh, Twine, yeah, it was my fault. All right. You yeah, put this one in. Yeah. So, uh, you want to read the headline? Devil sued over seizure of student loans, student loan, student tax refunds amid crisis. So wait, this is the is this that fucking lady who they put as the yes. education a, lady? Yes. Yeah, who when they were grilling her yes. for the job, she yes. knew nothing about the job. She's not a fucking education. Like fan. literally. Oh, and now oh, yeah, her, fast forward, and now yeah, bro, she's like, getting sued. She's brother with us. She's brothers with uh, Eric Prince, who's like a, a weapons manufacturer. He's really tied to I Trump. That's I why she got the job. The name and face dude but yeah she's not really she's not really qualified for the job she just has connections yeah yeah i remember them grilling about her past and all yeah. this shit that was hilarious she was in uh she used to work in michigan or some shit she like i forget her whole deal or whatever but yeah fuck this bitch yeah, she's not really an educator in any of the sense she just is she's just literally is connected that's that's yeah. just it 
She got money. So, all right, show you some of this. Uh, Education Secretary uh, Betsy DeVos was accused in a lawsuit of illegally seizing millions of dollars in tax refunds from students who defaulted on federal loans despite a congressional ban on such collections during the pandemic. Uh, the group Student Defense and uh, Democracy Forward filed and proposed a class action lawsuit, which also named tre uh, Treasury Secretary Stephen uh, Muchin. Mnuchin. 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 Uh, Friday in Washington, saying the collections are part of uh, are part of the Trump. They said the the, the Trump administration's uh, botched rollout of the $2 trillion uh, coronavirus relief bill. The legislation suspended the wages gar or wage garnishments and other involuntary collections on federal student loans until September 30th uh, to help families uh, weather the economic fallout of the corona pandemic. Uh, the group said in a statement, the ban includes the treasury program that garnishes ta uh, tax refunds, they said. Um, one of the plaintiffs, uh, plaintiffs, uh, Corey Cole, a graduate of Heritage Ho College in Lakeside, Colorado, said she received a treasury notice in April saying her and her husband's entire $7,000 federal tax refund was seized. Um, she currently owes $23,000 on loans she took out, uh, for an x-ray technician and medical assistant course according to the complaint her husband's woodworking business their own source of income was shuttered uh during the during the pandemic so this bitch dude so i guess wait, so her company's fucking up she's gonna steal money from, from yeah the wait so how yeah, does that's crazy dude and it's embezzlement right yeah yeah, yeah. i think so that's white collar crime. Talk. Bring it's our favorite back. topic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more white collar crime. Who was the Delco uh, chick? My that was your homie's ex coworkers. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, my ex coworkers' mom's best friend. Uh, I don't remember the name, but damn, man, a lot of white collar crime still going a lot down. Of white bitches doing white collar crime. Yeah, white bitches doing white collar crime. Mm mm mm. We see what y'all right see what y'all Karens is up to. Yeah, so I guess yeah. So I I didn't even know that that uh, shit in collections were it has been put to a halt during the pandemic stuff, mm -hmm. and uh, so she was just skimming that shit. Fuck. Um. Up. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me at all. This bitch Not was slimy from the rip. We all saw the uh, her little uh, the fucking hearing that she had before she assumed the position. I mean, I'm surprised like, she would do this so blatantly, but like, I'm not surprised she would try. Maybe to she do thought it, no one was looking during oh, the, the pandemic. <laughs> she thought her boy had her back. So, no, nigga. Yeah, I wonder. Hopefully, she. Hopefully, she. You know. Does some jail time or something, dog. That'd be Bro, funny. Yeah. I don't think anybody in the Trump administration is gonna go to jail. Nah, I even if so, he does, I mean, she already they slid her into the position. Her little slimy eel ass into the position, dude. And like, I'm Fuck. sure they'll protect her through and through, you know. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. That was Bloomberg.com. That the was Bloomberg.com. Yeah. Um, the next thing in national news is uh, six Trump campaign staff members test positive for COVID. Uh, no, you missed one. Did I? Oh, yeah. wait, yeah, because that was the... Uh, yeah, multiple African-American victims found hanged um, all throughout the U.S. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, this is scary, dude. I keep seeing this. Yeah. There's not that much. There's not that much coverage about this. Yeah, they keeping this shit under they, wraps. There's not that time. much coverage about this shit. I saw the one in Cal- in California. This was weeks. It was and like weeks two ago. in California. There was two in California. They like happened like a few days in like um, between each was, other. This is very sketchy. Especially you're trying to say this is a suicide because like if you're hanging yourself from a tree, don't you need like some type of perch to get on to yeah. do that? You know, if it, it's just so no many, perch it's found, so like, many fucking. How the fuck do you hang? How the fuck you hang yourself with just nothing? How, yeah. how is that physically possible? <laughs> yeah, it's not. <laughs> uh-huh. It's pretty fucking ridiculous. So, so what what black person would be like? All right, I'm gonna kill myself. Let me kill myself. That it, it yeah. looks like what a historical fucking murder of my yeah, people. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Who yeah, be that right. much? <laughs> it's like it's like some Jews being like, oh, let's yeah, fucking yeah, let's kill, kill ourselves. Let's, let's gas ourselves. ourselves. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> let's mass gas each other. Let me jump in this brick oven real quick. Yeah, that's this, crazy. This pizza. Uh, so I'm just gonna read this first. This is a Washington Post. Yeah, uh, four black people have been found hanging from trees in the last month in California, New York, and Texas. Uh, authorities in New York was one of the states too. What, was it like near the city? I wonder or what. I mean, no, we can find sure. out after. Um, and in Texas, um, authorities say that all the of these deaths appear to be suicides and no signs of foul play. But family members of the deceased. Uh, protesters and activists and some scholars of anti-black violence are intuitively suspicious about uh, those conclusions. Rumors are not are also swirling on social media that these deaths uh, are lynchings and Twitter users saying things like with sound body and mind. I'm here to tell you right now, if my body is found hanging uh, from a tree, I did not commit suicide. I was murdered. Um, so yeah, this is uh this is um is very alarming. Um yeah, you, you bad time for me to move to the south. Fuck I'd it. say. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. This is in California too, so it's like Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, and I wonder yeah. So let me I wanna click on the uh is this bring us to a article about yeah, uh, NYPD. That's, scary. that's the most oh for, in Manhattan Park. That's the most, those are our most liberal states, and they're fucking hanging. Yeah. In, you know what I'm saying? I can see Texas. It doesn't fucking surprise me. But uh, yeah, so this was uh, this was in uh, yeah Manhattan Park. The other one in Ca- one of them in California. I saw that. That was Palmdale, mm-hmm. uh, California, and I'm pretty sure Palm Palmdale is like the suburbs right outside of uh, oops, sorry, um. Like a bad, uh, a worser part of uh, L.A., pretty like sure, South correct? Central. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know too much about uh, oh, L.A. L.A. Times, I'm allowed to be. I thought it was like a... a I'm just ba- going off... the Bay Area, because like that song you played... Oh, you Palmdale? Yeah. Yeah, everybody like, wants to... Yeah, he wants to move to Palmdale. Oh, but, okay. Or I Might guess he right. was living in Palmdale, but Palmdale is... Yeah, I think it's supposed to be... I don't know. It's just alarming overall. Duh, the one in Texas was a teenager. A dog. teenager. The Harris County Sheriff's Office. This is Newsweek. The Harris County Sheriff's Office said deputies found a teenager's body in the parking lot of uh, Edenhard Elementary School in Spring, Texas, located just north of Houston. Based on security video, witnesses, and other evidence, preliminary indications are male. Are the male hanged himself? The sheriff said on Twitter. There are currently no signs. All right, so can we that. see the footage? Like, do they? Yeah, like, they the have to release. Don't they have to release that to the public? Wait, Is that the, the law or what? Hold on, I'm gonna go back and find it. I want to see the footage. You know, they had a map of the. Uh, what the fuck happened? Yeah. This is. Oh, here you go. 
So, uh, is this a commercial? Wait, is this? Oh, this isn't even. This, this isn't. Is uh, I don't thing. think. I doubt. I bet you the footage isn't isn't public yeah, nah, at the moment. I would hope not. Um, but I think that, you know there needs to be more confirmation than just the police saying yeah, that at this that. point. You know, and I think. Yeah, they don't even be reporting this shit right half the time. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck? Um, so yeah, that shit's horrible. I guess if uh, just, be, just fucking watch out. But you know. <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. Like, watch out. Like, sure. Ah, um, let's move on to the next thing. Uh, where are we? Oh, yeah. Six Trump. Uh, Hold on. Before you. <laughs> yo. <laughs> for the Citizens app, because some um, report just came this near here on Point Breeze, but I didn't see this one from this morning. It says, man hitting man with bro man broad and lombard <laughs> broad and lombard yeah this is like six in the morning though i'm like Damn, uh, who is up at six that's like something donald does dog. <laughs> yeah. i've seen him fighting with a stick like a guy with a cane outside this at six in the morning he, was using a cane or the he guy had, had a cane. stick the other guy had a cane donald was needed like, a was like sword fighting with this nigga yeah, he needed a weapon himself <laughs> though. I don't know. I think the I don't know if the guy came out of with the cane first, but they were yeah. It was like sword fighting, like trading sword blows with the fucking cane when, and when stick, was this? right was this? on his stoop. No, when was this? How this was years was ago. ago. This was years ago. God damn it! That was fucking, that Donald's, was way it was way more nuts back in the day. Oh, when first this moved was here. what uh, Donald's a senior citizen and he's still scrapping with swords. Uh, other senior, dog. <laughs> like other senior citizens. That's crazy, man. He's pretty. You know, cocaine is a hell of a drug. This, yeah. around, this around the way. The cops pursuing somebody on foot. Right now? This is, this is live? I think they got him. This is an hour ago. I seen the cop around my way. He he peeled off real quick when I was waiting for the bus. That's probably where he was driving to. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what happened, but okay. this is near um, It's literally like three blocks away. Gotcha. Not so even. this is the next thing in national news. Uh, six Trump campaign staff members test positive for COVID in Tulsa. At uh, at site where rally is held. Yeah, this is when they had the <clears throat> the for the listeners is already passed, but I'm sure y'all saw the shit with the Tulsa rally that Trump had. But yeah, like the night before <coughs> this shit happened, they, six of the motherfuckers got got COVID. The night before they tested positive. Yeah, like that Thursday because it was on Juneteenth. When they and they the, still attended the the rally. Nah, I don't think they could. But uh, they basically, okay. it was like they're still holding the rally, even though. People yeah. in his camp are fucking well, sick. Yeah. How is he not? How is nigga not getting it, dog? And then, and then, the the, vaccine? and like, then the up? listeners, I'm sure y'all seen by now at the fucking thing. Y'all seen it too. He was like, "Oh, we need to stop testing." He was like, "If we keep testing, there's gonna be more cases." He was like, "So I've been telling them to stop fucking testing so the numbers go down." The rallies is where like, you get to see nigga, this nigga actually wild out. I feel and then people like, were like, like jeering. And then him yeah, on. yeah, like. like <laughs> And then the people on Twitter were like, I seen this people saying it was like in the comments and shit. It was like, ladies, good news. Like, all you have to do is stop taking pregnancy tests and don't get <laughs> pregnant. Like, pregnant. <laughs> Bro, and the rally, uh, the rally uh, flopped apparently too, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. a bunch a of, people of people trolled this joint. Trolled them. I, th- I heard the K-pop community was yeah, a big part of it. That's why, oh, that's why people kept posting K-pop like I don't know that much about Twitter. the K-pop community, but they seem mobile and active. Yeah, active like, I don't get. I don't know anything about These the K-pop like, community. Yeah. community. Are they actually Koreans? You think, or just fans of K-pop no, in America? No, there's so many white people that are fans of K-pop. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know any K-pop artists. I no, couldn't they, yeah. one. Oh, uh, yeah, you do. They're pretty um, big, though. The one bull. See, the thing is, the, I, this is one girl that I, I hook up with, my homegirl and shit, and she's a K-pop fan. And, like, she she honestly put me on because, like, I was always 
I always generalize K-pop as being like, and this is completely tangential. We'll get back to the topic, but I always uh, consider K-pop to be like fucking just corny ass. Like, what's the uh, no, it's like, Korean, like bubbly it's like, pop? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. it's like Korean hip hop. Yeah, no, there's like rap, there's R and B, there's yeah. the one boy Dean. You know Dean because he fucking it's some hard trappy. Dean is popping, bro. There's, like, yeah. D, you know Dean, right? I don't, you know I don't, I don't, I don't know, know like I don't know if I see him, but I probably heard. Hold on, I'll, I'll show you one of his drums. I'll just show him. You might not recognize. Wait, him. Yeah, I'm not but like some Joe K plays making some shit. hard trap beats. Joe Dean. K plays plays his shit all the time on fucking Soul Action and like he's popping. Like he's he's dope. Like he he really is nice. Like I fuck with his music, a hard body. But yeah, this is like his popular drums, the color okay. drum. So just fast forward a little bit. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, this it's like is, this kind of shit. Yeah, 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 okay. It's like true wave shit. Yeah, Wait, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Are you just singing in English? No, he sings in Korean. Nah, yeah. he, he does both. It's like a lot of K-pop artists. They like Sounds sometimes like, uh, they'll do both. Lido or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Like that, yeah, exactly. It's, it's that type of vibe. Um, but um, but yeah, I guess the K-pop. But like yeah, yeah, a bunch they, of those people bought the tickets bought, for the rally. Yeah, a bunch of the seats. So, oh, yeah, so <laughs> but like the one bull went on like CNN and was like, we got great turnout. Like we have like over 800,000 people coming. Every like, event, the inauguration, all I'm like, they just my nigga, oh. you really like the Super Bowl don't have that many people. Like what the fuck? You think of city where the people gonna come to this rally yeah, in my Tulsa? Nigga, yeah. My nigga, like my nigga Trump got Ja Rule, dog. Yeah, for real. They fire <laughs> festival the shit <laughs> out this nigga, dog. Yeah, good. Um, idiots. Here, y'all want to play this video? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're talking about the... Oh, this nigga in Philly. Is he? Was he? This is CNN talking about people being at risk for COVID. Huh? At the the rally. Damn, dog. So we for the listeners, they're on the CNN thing. Some boy Anderson Cooper, I don't know who his boys. Basically, they put out a statement that like if people come to rallying, get sick, they like the Trump administration is not yeah. liable for that. Which well, is fucking insane. You would have if you're gonna Jesus be stupid star. and have this thing, you would have to have that. Yeah, you know. I know, but it's just it fucked is up it is ironic. It's not like we're going to a it's concert. Ironic reason, this reason, isn't yeah. going to like a fucking basketball yeah. game, yeah. my nigga. This yeah. is like, but it's still the, the same nigga thing. leading the country. It's, it's the same. We're thing. not it's leading a big it, fucking event. Like it's gonna, they have to do the same. So precautions. Great. It's dumb to have to begin with, but it's it's funny. It's like ironic. They should have been forced to cancel it because the people that sick is in their own fucking. Campaign, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Going this route, I don't even think this shit's real. So yeah, half those people didn't even go with masks or anything. Yeah. Fucking dumbass people. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't have to read from CNN. Yeah, that's fine. People know that's the story. Fine. Um, anyway. Yeah, so that was dumb as hell. Um, we'll move on to the next thing. Uh, yeah. Pentagon war game includes uh, military response to domestic Gen Z Rebellion. What is that? Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, my homie Justin sent me this article. We were on FaceTime. He sent me this, John. And uh, I actually didn't get it. I haven't read it yet, so I'll read some of it here. But, um, you know, we always talk about different esoteric topics and stuff. And uh, he he sent me this article, which was crazy. Um, you know, we, we've talked about, like, different war games and, like, predictive programming and shit on here. So this kind of falls <laughs> in the same line as that. And, you know, it just sounds super problematic because it's like, you know, the military is preparing for something that is like the, the whole war game shit in general is just pretty disturbing yeah because yeah. it's like they're you know encouraging this is also kind of ties in with the uh uh what is it um 
agent provocateur kind of thing yeah. too. Like a lot of the time, like there's always somebody who like does like you know something to set off. Like, mm-hmm. oh, now this is the response we have to do because you know these people fucking blew up a building or some shit. You know what I mean? Even though it's like done, it's like done by the CIA or some shit. Yeah, like that, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, like a good example is like the first World Trade Center attack in 1993, where it's like. You know, the bulls who fucking operated the truck with all the explosives in it were the FBI. Like, shit like that. Wait, they deadass? Yeah, you didn't know that? Oh, no. no. The 1993 I, World Trade I'm not going to lie. I haven't listened to the 1993 bombing. Dog, you know? yeah. That whole... that That's like public information. That's not oh, even like speculation. Shit. That's like... It was uncovered that the nigga who drove the van was like being directed by the FBI. Like he got all the explosive, all that Holy shit, shit from the FBI. That whole yeah, that's that's a whole other story. But yeah, like shit like that. Like for the listeners out there, if y'all need some context on that kind of those types of operations that take place, you know, all the time, all over the world. Um, it's just it's more disturbing hearing it. You know, these types of operations being prepared in America. You know, in our homeland. So. I'll read a little bit of this article. Um, it's actually my first time reading it, so we're all going to learn about it. But this is on uh, theintercept.com. Uh, um, in the face of protests composed largely of young people, the presence of America's military on the streets of major cities has been a controversial development. But this isn't the first time uh, that Generation Z, those born after 1996, um, have popped up on the Pentagon's radar. Documents obtained by the Intercept via Freedom, Freedom of Information Act reveal that the Pentagon uh, war game called the 2018 Joint Land, Air, and Sea Strategic Special Program, or JLAS, offered a scenario in which members of Generation Z, driven uh, by uh, Malays and discontent, launched Z-Bellion, quote-unquote, in America uh, in the mid-2020s. So then they showed this document. Um, this is a two-page document. I'm not going to read it because it's kind of long. But um, damn. For the listeners out there on the website, uh, if you want to look up the article, just look up um, Pentagon War Games includes scenario for military response to domestic Gen Z rebellion, and they have the document on there. Uh, the Z Bellion plot uh, was small part of J Last 2018, uh, which also featured scenarios involving Islamic militant in Af- militants in Africa, anti-capitalist extremists, and ISIS uh, successors. The war game uh, was conducted by <clears throat> students and faculty from the U.S. military war colleges. Jesus, uh, the training grounds for pers- Perspective generals and admirals, uh, while it's explicitly uh, not a national intelligence estimate, the war game, which covers the future uh, through the early through early 2028, is intended to reflect uh, a plausible depiction of major trends and influences in the world regions, according to more than 200 pages of documents. According to the scenario, many of the members of Gen Z psychologically scarred from their youth by 9-11. Nigga, us too. Shit. Them motherfuckers that, wasn't even, they was barely they even born. Remember. They probably, they weren't yeah, in school. Gen Z niggas can't remember fucking 9-11. Yeah, most of them wasn't even born yet. I, I don't or like they were fucking like two years old. 1996 on this is, right? Yeah, 97, like you were four years old at the yeah. old. They don't fucking, I mean, yeah, it definitely scarred you, but like. I feel like affected generation. Yeah, because uh, like, why more than I mean, I don't think they remember like you know being like taken out of school and shit. Yeah, exactly. Or people's, like had your mom and dad not having the like Our generation of niggas like watching fucking died in the fucking tower. Who's changing and shit? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. We watched Zeitgeist and Loose Change all that shit. But that's neither here nor there. But crushed by college debt and disenchanted with their employment options, have given up on their hopes for a good life. This is. 
I'm gonna just keep reading it. I'm gonna keep reading because there's there's so many things about it so problematic. Like they're just insinuating like, shit. There's like instead yeah. of fixing these problems, yeah, right, we know they're mad. Let's just let's just prepare for what they're gonna do. Yeah, like, and respond yeah. instead of fixing it. Right, yeah, let's just keep them marginalized and then let them fucking respond to that. This is so fucked up. But um, has given up on their hopes for a gut life and believe the system is rigged against them. Here's how the origins of the uprising is described. Okay, so this is I guess from the military. I'll. How much more? There's a lot. Yeah, I'm just reading this and then we can just talk about it from there. Uh, Both the September 11th terrorist attack and the Great Recession greatly influenced the attitudes of this generation in the United States uh, and has resulted in the feelings (coughs) of unsettled men and insecurity among Gen Z. Although millennials experience these events during uh, the coming of age, Gen Z lived through them as a part of their childhood. So, what are you? This is so dumb. Yes, so do we. What are you talking about? Like, Nigga, we were kids. Like, when the fucking recession happened, I was in fucking seventh grade. Like, eighth grade. Like, what the fuck? Um, this was, like, in the heart of our childhood or, like, yeah. our adolescence. Like, this well, doesn't make any what's, sense. What's the, what generation are we then? And then what's we're the millennials. We're millennials. We're generation so, Y. And Anybody born in between 1988 and 1996. Yeah, I, I feel, feel like, like all this would have That was our, yeah. the, like, heart of our Yeah, like, up. when you're... When you're fucking five or something, that's not gonna affect you as much as yeah, when happens. you're like I don't know. I fucking remember what we were in nine like, or ten. Like, nothing fourth happened grade when I was five really affects like, me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like I wasn't yeah. like I wasn't super upset about like the fucking Bill Clinton shit when I was like five. You know what I'm saying? Like, I knew it happened, but I didn't me. know like yeah. the, I didn't know like how to feel about it. That's like, being like the Oklahoma City bombing affected yeah. generation. I remember y the OJ trial. Like I had, I knew OJ. You know, got got off, but I didn't know anything about oh, like yeah, if yeah. he's like I don't know. I didn't know the details even of like what he did. You know, it's just funny because like they use these examples for something that was gonna catalyze Gen Z. I'm like, yeah, this just goes to show like how the fucking military operates <laughs> in terms of like creating scenarios and shit to play out shit that benefits mm-hmm. them. It's like, like why would you even reference like September 11th didn't happen, didn't affect them the way it affected us. Like if anybody's gonna respond in the if anybody's gonna f- have some sort of feeling that it's in gonna, response yeah, to that is gonna be people on our age group, yeah. not younger than us. But uh, I'll read the rest of this. Although millennials experience these events during the coming of age, Gen Z lived through them as a part of their childhood, affecting their realism of the worldview. Many found themselves stuck in excessive college debt. So do we. Uh, <laughs> when they discover employment options did not meet their expectations, so do we. Uh, Gen Z are often described as seeking. Uh, independence and opportunity, but also among uh, the least likely to believe there is such a thing as the American dream and that uh, the quote-unquote system is rigged against them, frequently seeing themselves as agents of social change. They crave fulfillment and excitement in their job to help quote-unquote move the world forward. Despite the technological proficiency they possess, Gen Z actually prefers person-to-person contact as opposed to online interactions. They describe themselves as being involved uh, their virtual and physical communities, uh, and is having rejected excessive uh, consumerism. Damn, All bro, this but, just but sounds like they're just pushing this idea on people. Yeah, this yeah. don't sound like. Like yeah, yeah we all have the, we all have share the same sentiment. This isn't exclusive yeah, why, to Gen yeah, millennials Z. Millennials don't even get to have disillusionment. We don't even get to have that anymore. Like fuck. <laughs> yeah, like like what the fuck, bro? <laughs> but yeah, like what you're saying, like it kind of is like they're kind of stoking the flames of this shit. Yeah, because like, not like this, like. I mean, there's this process out here, but like, there isn't like a plan for a revolution or anything like amongst right. Gen Z or anything. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, gov- I mean, you know, governments like they they try to plan like especially big empires are gonna try to plan for all the little takeovers. That's how yeah. they stay as big empires. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure any every any country would probably do the same just to you know 
just so whatever right. they have no, established at the top oh, yeah, will stay in power. But it's it's alarming well, when you see the actual yeah. like and it's also alarming because like, think, like you know? they can actually just like not like give people job opportunities. Like, that's be that'll be easier than trying to fight like a fucking civil war in your own country. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they're like now fuck it, let's, just, let's just go this route. Shit is oh, wild, man. Definitely, I'm gonna read the rest of this article later. But yeah, this yeah. is definitely I highly recommend checking this out to the listeners. It's uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Fuck the next fans. thing in uh, national news is in the intelligence show that Russia offered Afghan troops bounties on uh, American troops, and Trump knew about it. Um, that's uh, Marcus's girl's <laughs> stuff. I didn't buy that, dude. Um. So what is this? Where is this article from? This is from BBC. Um, officials have insisted that uh, President Donald Trump was not personally informed of the alleged plot in Afghanistan in 2019. Uh, but uh, reports say that the president received a written briefing earlier this year. Uh, there was concern that Mr. Trump might have had access to information about threats uh, to U.S. forces, but did not act. Um, The intelligence reportedly arrived amid U.S. attempts to negotiate a peace deal to end the 19-year war against, uh, or to end the 19-year war in Afghanistan, while uh, Mr. Trump sought to improve relations with Russia, uh, Russian President Vladimir Putin. Um, reports by the New York Times, Washington Post, and the uh, Wall Street Journal, quoting unnamed uh, U.S. officials, said a Russian military intelligence unit had offered Taliban-linked militants uh, bounties to kill U.S. troops in Afghanistan. Um, so, in, other, in surprising news, Trump's an idiot. Who would have guessed? Well, <laughs> like, I don't... What is this like... <laughs> I mean, we could say this, but like, what's where's the uh, where's the evidence? Yeah, where's like the evidence? Yeah, I don't want to. I'm not gonna like, even if we don't like, even if I don't like anybody doesn't like Trump, like, uh, like Trump I'm not gonna might, put that on him just because this article says it right that. now. You I also said that mean? Trump might have had access to that. You know yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's. It's probably. It's probably. I wouldn't. You know, it would not surprise me. I mean, it wouldn't be in his best interest. Like, um, I, he probably just was. He probably either didn't receive it or didn't take it serious or some shit. Like, I don't yeah. Think I don't think it's like any like conspiracy type shit. And the rest of this doesn't really goes into like specific shit. I think. Um, yeah, I'm. It's. I'm. Not, I'm not gonna say it's. It's true or false, but it. I don't know. I guess we'll. We'll stand. But you have anything to say about this? Um, I feel like I mean I don't think it's like a thing of like him working with Putin. You know, because especially I mean in the well, beginning. Well, I think it was the same face like, yeah. with Putin, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like, here's the thing: so like he, Trump kind of he doesn't really have friends. He he tries to he says about literally every le- world leader he meets. You know, he tries to have a good relationship with him as far as he can. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, I don't think it's even like a thing of him trying to have like good relationship with good relationships with Russia. Like assuming that he knew, I think actually I'm I'm not even like, I don't even think it's like likely that he knew. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I think it's like generally the the least likely thing that's going on here. But uh, but I don't know. I, it's more so. If anything, it's more so incompetence. If I, if this actually comes out to be true. Yeah, and I, 
BBC is funny because do you do you notice how they don't refer him to President Trump yeah, throughout the entire yeah, article? Yeah. Shout out to them for that. Um, well, see, President Donald Trump at first. It does. They, they yeah, they Trump. yeah, they have to at least establish that first. But then through the rest of the article, they just refer to him as Mister Trump the whole time. Um, we're gonna go on to uh, what is this? Sahara Desert dust storm. What's this about? Yeah, this just happened. Uh, what was this last week? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't think a dust storm could really travel the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. So, like, this is only part of the story. But anyway, there was a big dust storm in the Sahara Desert. And um, yo, make sure Cecil don't get up. Hold on. Yo, watch the cat, yo. Watch the cat. Oh, okay. Um. So, yeah, there was a huge dust storm. And it, and it came all the way to America. It was, like, covering the south. I think Florida got hit. Uh, like, the southeastern region of the country. Wait, it came from Denver. Africa to here? Yeah, the Sahara like, Desert. Like, how the fuck? I'm not sure. It must have been really high up in the clouds. For that how that shit? How the ocean not dead that exactly. shit? Did they hit any saying. rain or anything? I, <laughs> like, know, I guess God. not. Africa Zero strong like that, dog. Don't sleep on the Sahara God Desert. We've been trying. Dog, I was thinking, I was like, this is fucking the ancestors, dog. They hit the south. They was like, <laughs> yeah, nigga, y'all like killing our, y'all killed us, our ancestors. We killing us now, too, motherfucker. Dog, how does bring some of that pain over here, nigga? Let me hear this ball. Uh, they can see the show from space. It's a, some Georgia meteorologist uh, ball. Oh shit! Damn, ball saying so he can Doug see and, the uh, What's his name? So Doug crazy. and the other bull, Bob. Actually, Doug and Bob saw this. this is, shit. So they hit Cancun. So yeah, yeah. it's as a perfect. They have a map of where it hit. So it's pretty close to Tennessee, yo. It hit. Um, they hit a lot of states. It hit yeah. Florida. Uh, yeah, the whole southeastern Florida, Louisiana, Georgia, Louisiana, Alabama, Alabama. Yeah, Texas. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of damn. That shit took all. That shit took like yeah. all of Alabama and uh, Louisiana, Mississippi. Louisiana, and, and Mississippi. Mississippi yeah. All over. good. Mississippi. And Florida, good. It knew exactly where to go. It was like, <laughs> it was like, oh, we went on a route some, to this same place <laughs> some three hundred years ago. <laughs> Ironic, you fucking piece of shit. I can't believe all that made it here. though. Yeah, the like, Sahara Desert is way more powerful than I thought it was. Yeah. No, it's the fucking biggest desert on the planet. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. I thought it was the Gobi Desert, but you or maybe right. or maybe in the Middle East. It's definitely top three. It's there. Yeah, I was about to say it's top three for sure. I'm Not no meteorologist, two. but that just seems nuts that they could get all the way there from here without with going over the yeah, ocean. I, I the highly, ocean. I, that's crazy. Got rain on it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, to me, I'm, I would think you got to hit some rain. It probably did, but. I mean, if it we went don't from, sleep on Africa, we, dog. Like, Horror stories man. don't sleep on Africa. If we dog, went never. from Africa to here on a boat, we, I feel like we'd hit some rain, right, bro? We'd probably <laughs> yeah, hit like fifteen <laughs> storms. Yeah, like, right? Especially in the summertime. I don't yeah. know, like, what's the details, hey. but to me, it seems like rain would neutralize that shit. Like, no problem. It was just that like crazy. I, I think it's I the ancestors. Know. I'm just gonna say yeah, it. It hit the south. It hit the south. How big? It hit the the most fucking tyrannical fucking area of the country to our people. Like, yeah, that's weird, man. Karma that is, is insane. Karma's a bitch. Uh, Unfortunately, I miss Charleston, but yeah. Yeah, for real, right? <laughs> mm. Hey, man, don't sleep on, on Africa, dog. Fuck. Yeah, so um, that's nuts. Um, we're going on to the next story. These uh, The three men, uh, or three men, um, have been charged with uh, Maud Aubrey's murder. Um, dynasty looking uh, at yeah, They've been indicted uh, and charged with nine counts each of murder. 
nine counts, nine counts probably of murder, like, probably, whatever. You, yeah, yeah probably different degrees, like felonies, everything. Right? Yeah, hit them um, with the whole book. Yeah, thank God, finally. Uh, they knew. I mean, we knew they 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 weren't getting away after all the civil unrest and shit. They had to be. They had to be made an example. Yeah, of, of course. Like, honestly. Um, so the three white men accused in the death of Ahmad Aubrey, a black man who was shot while he was jogging through a uh, Glen County, Georgia neighborhood uh, this year, were uh, indicted by a grand jury Wednesday. Uh, Gregory and Travis McMichael, a father and son, as well as William uh, Rody, <laughs> this nigga dog, Bryant. Uh, were charged in May in the February 23rd killing of Aubrey. So I'm 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 familiar with Roddy, this nigga. I don't know where he uh, comes into play, uh, but uh, Cobb County District Attorney Joyette Holmes uh, announced the indictment on nine counts, including uh, malice murder, felony murder, and criminal intent to commit false imprisonment. Mm. Um, this is another step forward in seeking justice for Ahmad. Our team from the Cobb uh, Judicial Circuit has been committed to effectively bringing forward the evidence in this case, and today, with no exception, Holmes said in a statement, uh, "We will continue to be intentionally and in, to be intentional in the pursuit of justice for this family and the community at large." Uh, as the prosecution of this case continues, um, so yeah, that's uh, that's good. It's good news. Uh, so wait, go back down. I want to see the the charges again. Uh, ba ba ba. What was I think it was up a little. So yeah, malice murder, felony murder, and uh, criminal attempt to. Yeah, I didn't know malice murder was even like a specific charge. Yeah, that sounds like that sounds. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds bad. really bad. Um, it's like premeditated with like. I guess yeah. it's like the hate crime version of a murder, I think. Probably. Yeah. yeah probably and that's that's all. Those are just things. the standouts. So we yeah. don't even know. The other yeah, ones are probably six. crazy. I'm sure there's hate uh, crime stuff in there. Definitely. Yeah. All sorts of shit. So um, another, these niggas look so stupid, dude. Yeah. They look like fat fucking yeah. pieces of shit. Uh, yeah. Good riddance. Hope, uh, hope they, you know. Get get charged with well they're already charged. Slap them with right? the whole book. It seems like they slapped them with a good amount. Go to Bible be too them. much at this point. Um, yeah, I hope it's not one of those things where it's like the charges are so high that it's hard to prove. So that's like yeah. what I'm, I'm kind of like nervous about because they kind of did that with like the George Zimmerman shit. That's true, but I mean yeah. with the evidence. I mean you know yeah, what I'm saying come yeah. on the evidence. I mean with the George Zimmerman shit it wasn't hard to prove. It's just the system fucked over Trayvon Martin's family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. The nigga killed the nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Like, wasn't no, like, qualms about what happened. Like, yeah, the that nigga <laughs> fucking just murdered somebody, you know? So, hopefully, that's, in this case, the it's the same. Like, like, I mean, we got the video. I we mean, know. Like, the Eric Garner bull, who, like, that was on camera, and he got all Yeah. Like, I mean, he was a cop, who, but still, yeah. though. I mean, all these all these incidents have been on camera, you know what I'm saying? So, hopefully, just again, hopefully, the system will, if they, I mean, look. All I know is with all these incidents that have happened just this year that are going to come to trial at the end of the year or early next year, bro, I'm, like I said a couple weeks, a month ago, whenever that was, if this shit, if these niggas don't go to jail, y'all can kiss your Urban Outfitters goodbye. <laughs> you can kiss your Wendy's the fuck goodbye. Yeah. You can kiss your little fucking... 
corner seated Italian dinners goodfucking by because that shit is getting blown the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. Niggas are going to wild the fuck out. If they don't send these bulls to jail, yeah, yeah. if Chauvin and them niggas don't go to jail, I think, yeah. if Breonna Taylor's people don't go to jail, Elijah McClain, because all that shit is going to be happening all at the same time. If any of these bulls get acquitted, bro, it's... Yeah, I, that's I, right. Work, the the system is going to be on LA riots nationwide. Like, oh, yeah. It's going to be worse than it was, way worse than it was last month when George Floyd shit went down. And I feel like it could yeah. honestly be like some of the worst shit ever. It's going to be bad. bad. More due trials, process, Doug. Well, these trials that's last until like 2021, and we can we're actually like, like done with the quarantine. This going to be. Oh, yeah. It'll be wild shit happening. Yeah, it's right. going to be scary, yeah. bro. So, I mean, just for, <laughs> the, for the solidarity of the country. Fucking arrest these motherfuckers. Do not more let these motherfuckers get off. More due process. Uh, so it's we'll a quote see. quote from uh, Rappaport. What he was he was wild. Out. He was like, yeah, the last. I just was during the fucking shit. He was like, yeah, you want more due process? Like the last four days were due process. Yeah, you right. want more due yeah. process? <laughs> bring more due process. For real. Um, let's uh, let's go to the uh, next story. Activist uh, Sean King reveals and exposes that current and former law enforcement were sharing death threats and plans to assassinate him online. Yeah, so this came out uh, <laughs> last week. This came out about a week ago. Uh, he revealed on his social media <clears throat> that somebody had reached out to him, sent him. This is where I actually, this is the article I was trying to find from the medium. Uh, somebody had reached out to him, telling him about this group. Cause somebody, it was a private group on Facebook, like all police people and shit. But obviously, these people thought that you know what they were posting was being seen secretly. But somebody uh -huh. who somebody this I guess, was in some kind of like, private, yeah, yeah, group private thing, whatever. But somebody <laughs> white in the power group, group, somebody within the group or had access to the group whistleblow and yeah. revealed what was being said and shit. Uh, Some of these are crazy, yeah. It's wild, bro, but... I need a sniper, he said. He talked about it on his uh, Instagram. I, guess, I think he has a podcast, but he posted a clip of it on his Instagram and ran it all down. So if y'all... I would check it out and listen to his side of it because he, you know, explains the whole thing. But this is actually the article I was trying to find from this website because this goes into detail. But um, this is on uh, medium.com. Uh, this got posted last... Uh, what was this? Last Thursday, I think. June 25th. Um, so on this past, uh, Tuesday, uh, this was, I guess Tuesday, this would have been June 23rd, um, uh, morning I received, this is from, I think this is quoting Sean, uh, Sean King, uh, on this past Tuesday morning, I received a very alarming text message from a friend inside a private Facebook group for California law enforcement officers. Members of the group were openly plotting and planning my assassination. Sad, sadly, I received death threats daily. Uh, this is, yeah, I heard him say this, so this is uh, Sean King. Uh, has been that way for years, but they're mainly from anonymous strangers and seem more designed uh, to intimidate me and my family than appear to be imminent threats of physical harm. Uh, we take them all seriously, uh, but we found this <coughs> private Facebook group all is, is altogether different. Uh, these men and women in a private group uh, that they had no idea I'd ever see using their real names and identities, openly plotting to kill me and organizing each other uh, to execute it. Yeah, where the fuck is Mark Zuckerberg at, dog? Like, he don't. Like, he's fucking fuck banning niggas for, like, calling out white supremacy. And then he's letting this shit go on, on his own fucking website. It's crazy. Uh, who do you call uh, to report the misconduct <coughs> of current retired law enforcement officers? Because I lack confidence in any law enforcement system to handle this. I feel a burden to release this public... Uh, 
publicly for my own safety and safety of my family. All right, so I'm not going to read the whole thing because that's just... So basically, if you want to yeah. see it on the medium, he basically says who said what, and then, you know, he puts their names out. So I'll just read some of the tweets um, from some of these people in this group. So the, the woman who initiated it is Laura Tartaglione. Um, she sounds like she should have been at Marconi Park. Um, <laughs> but she's the one that, that started the statement, and then, like, all the other people chimed in on the, on this thread. So... This is what she wrote on that group. She said, the man who put this tweet out today is founding, is a quote, all caps, founding member of BLM, which um, Sean King isn't a founding member of the BLM. Um, he's not even part of BLM. It's not that radical of a dude. He's not it's even so, in the so, BLM. So right, so, like, targeting this yeah. um, He also introduced Bernie Sanders at his attempt at presidential run, which he also never did. Um, <laughs> so she's just making up shit. Um, I think... Uh, California needs to start putting a team together of retired military, police, and NRA members. Uh, we have no protection. <laughs> what? These criminals that Democrats created need to be stopped. All right, so this bitch just said they don't have no protection, and she's literally within a secret group talking about yeah. killing somebody. So all this is so contradictory. <laughs> so, FOP isn't enough? Like, fuck. Right. So there's another, mind you, all these people are either in, actively in the police or used to be in the police. All these people. So another person, Roy Brokaw, I'm with you, brothers and sisters, for justice, and I'll be there. Uh, tell me when and where. Um, does anywhere, anyone know where Sean King can be found? And then people are saying, toss this guy from a helicopter, need a sniper. And it's all dudes yeah. with, like, Sean fucking. Sean King needs to be put It's down. all, like, wrinkly, dry-skinned-ass white people <laughs> with their old-ass, ugly-ass wives and, like, dudes with, like, German Shepherd fucking profile pictures. Um, <laughs> with German Shepherds, fucking weird ass niggas. Uh, somebody else said Sean King needs to be put down. Need to start cutting the head off the stake, so to speak. Somebody said I'm ready to rock. Let's roll. Uh, let's get it going, girls and boys. Uh, time for a, a number six. And then I was listening to Sean King. He said a number six is when the police do a secret. Basically, it's like a secret operation. So uh, it's like a special ops. It's like a code for that. Dog, um, just self snitching though. All this shit is fucked up, but yeah, all these drones are just along the same lines of just dudes and women just saying like, yeah, like let's kill them, like let's do this, yeah, right? yeah, let's organize. So uh, hopefully like, they get stupid uh, fucking people. Like hopefully there's a case put on them now, yeah, right? It's gotta be. Hope I don't know. I will hope so. I don't yeah. know. There's more report on LA Times website too about it, but um, we got a lot to go over. So, but yeah, I would definitely suggest looking that story up because that was some fucked up shit. But yeah, again, fuck the police. They all suck a dick. Suck my balls. Taint and asshole. This is the last thing in national news. Uh, Milwaukee uh, community member uncovered a child sex trafficking house being operated uh, by the local PD. Yeah, this pocket is not good PR for the cops so yeah, far. This is so, yeah. Yeah, good. I mean, fuck that. We expose these niggas. Bet. Bet. All, all across the whole fucking nation. I saw this story on Twitter. So that's how I found out about this because... The people that was in this neighborhood was posting videos of this situation. Uh, so apparently, yeah, the, the Milwaukee PD were operating this sex trafficking ring in this house, in this neighborhood, secretly. And I guess it's probably been going on for a while, but they had, like, people, like, locked up in the zone, like, kids and shit. And I don't know what the whole backstory is of how this shit got uncovered, but basically the whole community came out and was, like, exposing the police, taking video, 
um, and like the police were trying to rush people out of the house, like covered, like they were trying to cover the entrance so people couldn't get an angle to see who was coming out. But people were like, there's kids coming out and like all types of shit. It was a really fucked up situation. But um, this is from uh, also from medium.com. Uh, the media uh, world is constantly on fire with scandalous tales of people like a late billionaire, financier, sex criminal Jeff Epstein, uh, and more recently the widespread protest in the wake of the murder of George Floyd have garnered nonstop attention. However, at the intersection of sexual violence uh, near the heart of power and police reform, abolition is a little big story um, uh, that has only been covered by local news as of now. If you turn on CNN, I'm sure you'll see uh, or you'll get a good analysis of the president's latest tweets instead of horror that broke to service of Milwaukee last night. Um, for those of us not in Milwaukee, including myself, last night came as an incredible shock. According to sources following the case last night, uh, it seems that a coalition of community members uncovered a set of homes uh, that were trafficking uh, missing black children, apparently at the behest uh, of both the church, local police, and registered wait, sex so offenders. They're, they're trafficking specifically black children. I'm guessing so, yeah. <laughs> this strange story doesn't end or begin there. Um, and as well, as we'll see, uh, something truly sinister is happening, uh, and this is only a fragment of a possibility of mass- massive organism of cruelty. This massive story begins with an unfortunately common incident. A young black child excuse me, went missing on Sunday. This was not the first, nor uh, was this an isolated incident, as other families began to, uh, to suspect that someone was behind this. According to a tweet by someone following the case, the parents uh, had contacted authorities who pulled or who had stonewalled, saying they were not, quote unquote, endangered. What the fuck? As a result, uh, no Amber Alert was ever issued for uh, the now two children missing. And on Tuesday night, uh, the mother of the missing girls was able to ping uh, the cell phone of one of the missing girls to a two-story townhouse in Milwaukee. The mother, along with several others, went to the property in addition to calling the police who ignored them for 10 hours. Uh, an attempt to entering uh, was made, um, and someone from within the house shot at the ground. No injuries were reported. The shots were heard uh, much louder than the phone call, and the police arrived at the scene. The people within the home were taken into custody immediately after a report from the people on the ground started to diverge from the police media, uh, police and media narrative. After the arrests were made, a crowd began to form, and the cops began to circle around the original location as well as the second location uh, that deemed uh, that was deemed to be connected. Many social media posts and live streams began. Uh, to spring up as well as the uh, affirmation or aforementioned uh, posts cited above uh, during the search or during this a search party of people recovered the two girls from the location police on the scene claimed they had not seen any children during their research something that is flat out untrue the picture of video and videos uh, that were covered by the search party was heartbreaking during the search party um, unknown people were taken into custody anonymously via tarps uh, and placed into an unmarked van. The owner of the property was claimed to have escaped by the police and yet uh, on the ground claimed that he had fled to the van uh, parked at the second property. Um, um, yeah, there's a lot more. There's a couple more paragraphs, but yeah. This sounds shady as fuck. Yeah, overall, <laughs> y'all get the gist, and this is so fucked up. Yeah. 
Damn, these are a lot of depressing stories, dude. Because it's 2020. Here's the thing, like this is yeah, this I'm gonna, isn't the only one that's happening. You know, there has to be like right. several other. Fucking yeah, I'm sure. Dude. Exactly. I'm sure. Like just sex rings so that cops are running. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that's real drawn. Um. This thing, this next thing, I we I don't have to wait for Bobby. To yeah, I don't want to bring since we have so much shit this yeah. week. I don't want to bring him on for this week, but this next <laughs> topic uh, looks. Insane, dude. I'm sure Bobby wrote this down himself. I'm gonna we'll bring him on for sure the next uh podcast. Um oh, it looks yeah. like something's fishy in uh UC Berkeley. Bobby the detective right now, dog. Um doing vigilante detective work has uncovered <laughs> something, it looks like. Um, but yeah, we'll get some details on that. Uh let's let's try to cruise through hip hop and entertainment. I think it'll go quick anyway. Yeah. Um currency spring clean. Is this a project or just a uh, Yeah, it's a project. EP? No, nah, it's like it's a ten track. It's like a little ten track. Um, gotcha. Um, um, some more, more currency. So Did yeah. we, we didn't. He just came out with something else right before this too, right? Yeah, he always dropping, bro. Yeah, His man um, never not putting out music. True. Um, but yeah, he teamed up with uh one of eight oh eight mafia's producers, Fuse, on this project. Um, yeah, it's just like you know, classic currency sounds. What's uh? uh Heavy samples. Name uh, just name a top one yeah. or two. I like actually the first, <coughs> the first two tracks. I think are my favorite ones, but um, I'm trying to remember some of them. I can't remember them by name, just about hearing them. But definitely, um, the game I think is my favorite track with uh, okay. with uh, Fendi P. That track is dope, and it's funny because um, the sample they used, me and Jason made it. Me, Jason, and Daje made a track with the same sample like four years ago. So when I heard this show, I was kind of hyped. But um, but yeah, the whole project's dope. Uh, it's definitely a solid seven, seven and a half. Um, yeah, it's just you know, if you like currency, it's good music. Just ride to, smoke to, kick it, whatever. Hell yeah! Uh, but yeah, it's a decent project. I like the game. It's probably my favorite track on this show, though. Oh yeah, um, run the jewels. Um, yeah, R T J. They kind of went in on this one. I yeah, still haven't not, heard. Um, I heard some, but I haven't heard. Yeah, it all. I gotta, I gotta sit down and just do. Next time I go jogging or something, I'll just throw on the. The whole thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty good one, I would say. Yeah, Twan, what would you, you know rate it if, uh, out of 10? At least like an 8 or a 9. Like 8 it, or a 9, it's that's pretty high. good. Like yeah. It's pretty good. Like it, like it's kind of wild because it's like their fourth drone. Like I haven't, I haven't heard any of the drones that would rate less than the 8. You know, like they're, they're that consistent. Yeah. Yeah, right. When I from what I heard, I, it sounded right on par with that. The track that I heard um, was, uh, what's the drone? What's the one called? The Snow? Uh, so shout out to Zach Dealer. Oh yeah, walking in the snow. Yeah, that joint was hard as shit. Yo, that's that's probably my my favorite track. But also shout out to Zach De La Roca because yeah. I feel like he dropped his best rap verse that I've heard from this nigga. Like ever. It, well, I'm I'm gonna say this. I haven't like been following Rage Against the Machine that that heavy. Right. Yeah. You know, like from from what I've heard, like this is he's like on his rapper rapper. Shit. Right. 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 He's, he's like really on some, Yeah. He's really spinning. That's tough. True. Um, Shout out to Run the Jewels Rob Banks uh, Black and Proud Yeah this came out a few weeks This came out like a month ago But he actually he just dropped the video two days ago So it kind of circles back But yeah it's just a single He he sampled James Brown Black and Proud It's a trap song But it's kind of like in light of You know All the F stuff that's going on I guess he just wanted to drop some shit Yeah A lot of good uh, A lot of good tracks It's not like a out. super conscious track It's still a Rob Banks track But like you know It's still It's hot I fuck with it It's a nice um, Drake and Busta Rhymes stayed down. Oh yeah, I forgot to pull this up. Twan, I didn't even this hear this, on. John. Let me pull that up. Twan, you put this one in, right? The Drake and Busta Rhymes, John. Yeah, yeah, 
Wow, Swamp. Yeah. Put, yeah, he said this is the first and last time he's gonna put a Drake track. It's a pretty Wamp good put song. Put a Drake track. He said it's a good track. It's a, it's a, That's it's a Drake crazy. song. Crazy. It's a Drake song on a Dilla beat with Buster Rhymes. So Wait, like, where is the track? There. Is this it? No. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll listen to a little bit of it. Yeah, play a little bit of it. Also, it's really like a, also you hear is it's clearly an older Drake track. Mm. It's one, probably for, began, it's one that's probably been the in the hard drive. Really. You said this is a... Who produced this? Dilla. Is this Dilla? Dilla? Oh, shit. Oh, is Dilla beat? Is this the track? Wait, is this the track? This doesn't sound like it. Nah, this doesn't th- sound like a Dilla beat to me. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I was like... This, this is not the like, track. Wait, wait somebody else just fucking Never trolled. heard this yeah, Dilla this is beat. Not, this is not the track. Like, look at the the dislike to like uh, ratio. Yeah, like you motherfuckers. Uh, just stay down. Stay down. Yeah. Why what would you hear, Don? Uh, yeah. This is a this is a dilly. Is this a leak? Is this a, not out yet? Or it's what? a leak. It's a leak. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So I don't know if we'll we'll we'll, we'll still play the leak. Fuck it, dude. <laughs> Tough though. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah that sounds like 2011 Drake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is definitely old. His cadence and his voice is in like this. Wait, you think this is an old verse from Drake? This is definitely yeah, I think yeah. this is an old track. This is probably like Baby Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this is I'm sorry that I'm super late. I was driving here jamming them little boozy tapes. Understand that I do not envision I'm hallucinating. Yeah, that's your own goes. Um, next is uh, Kanye West. Uh, watch us in the blood. Yeah, that just came out today. Yeah, Kanye, yeah, drop drop video. Uh, drawn with uh, Travis Scott. Yep, the drone's hot. Um, it's like, you know, Everything going on with him. We'll get to it in a second, but this is like connected with him, uh, partnering with Gap too. I think that's why he dropped us. I think he's about to drop an album probably soon too. So we'll see. But I'm fucking with it. It sounds like it sounds like uh, Yeezus. Yeah, you know, it has the same yeah. type of uh, production. Same, same type man, of I don't. I still don't know. If, yeah, I don't still, know what to think about him. Man. He's still like. Because we talk about how he, you know, like kind of just said, "Oh, I was just hanging out with Donald Trump that whole time." Yeah. So I could get like in the my foot in the door with prison lady, reform, but is, you, you guys think what do you think is the truth? Like you think that's true? I don't. I uh, here's the thing. I don't think Kanye's like uh he's not doing this shit to like to be an asshole. I think he probably really thinks he could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's much of a dumb move. You don't on think his he's part. just trying to save face? A little bit, but like it I think he, bit, when, yeah. when he did that, I think he. I don't know if re- I believe him. I think he probably really believed that. Well, you gotta also understand, like Kanye is kind of arrogant. He probably think he really could talk to Donald Trump and would get him to do shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, and he did. He got that lady out of jail. That was not that uh, his wife who did that though. <laughs> no, but he initiated. Who, uh, who's oh, to say? I'm not sure what happened in the background. They but. both did it together. Yeah, okay. Kanye's been on some drawing shit, but like from the lyrics of this verse, he seems he's coming back to how he used to be. The song sounds like Yay Pre Maga. I'll just say it that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, he that's what I'm saying. It sounds like some Yeezy shit. Like the production, the video was done by. Um, yeah, it sounds like a sequel to New Slaves, kind of. Yeah. The video was, was uh, made by fucking famous uh, artists, too, black artists. Um, but I got a phone boy's name. Rain come, rain come, come shine, come rain, come on. South side, let it bang. 
Yeah, the video is directed by um, fucking uh, what's this boy's last name? Jaffa. Yeah, Arthur Jaffa. Yeah, very Jesus esque. Yeah, the whole video is like clips of people like protesting and like with COVID and shit. Wow, these like COVID patients in the video. Oh, yeah. What's well, like cut with that? Yeah. Like, and then, uh. Military drone. <laughs> I like the GTA. They got Brianna Taylor in the drone too. Oh, shit. This video is sick. He just hit those people. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, that it's was supposed like, to be like a, a coronavirus graphic, I guess. I think so. But uh, yeah, that was that was dope. Um, so yeah, check that out. Um, comedian uh, Chris Deila. De- I'm not familiar. Chris Deila. Yeah. Was yeah. he know, in like? He's like cool with like fucking Rogan gonna, and like Bobby Lee. Um, yeah, yeah, he's like in that circuit facing, of comedians. Uh, he's like one of the sexual, LA comedians. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. He's uh, uh, facing sexual misconduct allegations involving a minor. And it's so uh, ironic. Uh, it's like shit. Wow. Have you seen you on Netflix? Yeah. Like he plays a he plays a, a pedophile, pedophile right? in in you. No, then it, really. Then yeah. also like on his fucking uh his pod, he always talks about like fucking underage girls and she's like oh 13, 14, 21. Like I can't tell the difference anymore. He says shit like that all the time. <laughs> oh my god! So it's, but that's always like an ongoing. It's joke. also like a, a good rant where like he's like, going what? against like like 
he was going against the claim that there's like a pedophile ring in in Hollywood. He's like, there's definitely not a pedophile ring in Hollywood. He's trying to what? Trying to cover his ass. No, no, I believe you. I'm just saying, like, what in the sense of like, how could he openly say that when it's like so much pedophilia goes on? Yeah, I'm saying like. That's nuts. Um, so yeah, yeah, I guess good, good riddance. I guess is he was he brought up on charges. He's facing the charges. So I'm not gonna roast him yet until he's. Uh, I mean, there's, there's screenshots of shit. So there's screenshots of what him like having oh, like, sex oh, with. Like, a, no, no, not well. No, it's like, like screenshots of like the text that he's getting like from minors and shit. And uh, see, yeah, yeah I'm wondering what misconduct means. I wonder if how far he took it. No, he was he was communicating with. So what happened was like he was talking to this girl. He DM'd this girl on Instagram, and started talking to her. She was seventeen, and like, he was doing this back and forth and shit. And I don't even I don't know if he ended up sleeping with her or not. But wait, does it not? A, did I pull up a story? Yeah, I pulled up a story. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because they can read it here. Um, if one of y'all want to read it down, since I read the last couple of Jones. Got you. The uh, you want to read this one? The follow-up from recent allegations that Chris D'Elia has solicited underage girls on social media continues. CAA has dropped the actor-comedian as a client. He also has been let go by management company 3Rs Entertainment. The moves come after Whitney Cummings, D'Elia's co-star on the NBC comedy series Whitney, said that she was devastated and enraged by what I read and learned. But the allegations, this is a pattern of predatory behavior, she wrote. This abuse of power is enabled by silence. Now that I'm aware, I won't be silent. Additionally, Comedy Central, Hulu, Amazon Prime videos all removed an episode of the series Rickaholics, which features Chris Delia as a child molester. That's uh, that's why he, he was a molester. He that's played crazy. out a molester two times. <laughs> yeah. It's wild, though. Like, he he's trying to tell you something. Cause. Yeah, right. Delia was denied allegations that he harassed. Has denied allegations that he harassed teen girls online. So that's why we had the the fucking screenshots. I know I have said and done things that might have offended people during my career, but I have never knowingly pursued any underage women at any point. Delia said in a statement obtained by Deadline last week, "All of my relationships have been both legal and consensual, and I have, and I have never met or exchanged any inappropriate photos." the people who have tweeted about me. That being said, I really am truly sorry. I was a dumb guy who absolutely let myself get caught up in the lifestyle. That's my fault. I own it. I've been reflecting on this for some time now, and I promise I will continue to do better. Mm. So he was definitely... I mean, he apologized, so he was, like, I guess, talking to... I mean, to some degree, he feels like he's done some type of wrongdoing. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he's definitely just trying to downplay the shit. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's gross. Um, Another one bites the dust. Yeah. The next story is rapper uh, Huey uh, dead from shooting in St. Louis. When did this go down? A couple of days ago, like really recently. Okay. Yeah, I think maybe on, about, I like, think on Thursday or Friday. Like it's fucked up. I, I really thought this nigga was way older than he was. And he's really like he's our age, basically. Gotcha. Um, it's not too surprising. Like St. Louis is kind of crazy, though. It's, it has a pretty high murder rate. I think it's the highest murder rate, really. Uh, so uh, is this like a? I wonder what's. Is there any details on the shooting? Like, was it a? Was it a like? It was a, it was a shootout. Yeah, sorry, pulled up. Okay. Pulled one up. Okay. So yeah, if you don't remember Huey, uh, 
I'm sure you remember uh, got, Pop, Lock, and Drop they It. They middle school popping dog back in the day. That was, yeah. That pop, was, uh, Lock, and Drop Yeah. Pop, pop Lock, and Drop You get a Wally to that, John. Uh-huh. Yeah, you get a... <laughs> you yep, fill exactly, up on a little butt on that, John. Exactly, dog. Get your, your little, your little, little wee-wee bumped on. little grade uh, school dance or some shit, you know little wee-wee bumped on. Yeah, but he was shot and killed on Thursday night in Kinoff. Ken, Kenlock, uh, Missouri. Um, the St. Louis County Police Department said Huey, whose given name was Lawrence Frank uh, Franks Jr., was a victim in a double shooting. Uh, he was only 32 years old, according to the police reports. Uh, Pop Lock and Drop It, produced by Calvin Miller, dropped in 2006 when Huey was still a teenager. The song peaked at number six on the Billboard Hot 100 and spent 23 re- weeks on the charts, inspiring a popular dance in a, the process. Um, had Instagram and TikTok existed in the mid 2000s, it certainly would have reached number one. I agree with that 100%. Um, yeah, that's the. Uh, wait, making a quote. Yeah, that's the only uh, shooting details. So there's a double shooting. Um, maybe we'll find out more in the next few weeks. But uh, yeah, RIP to uh, Huey. I mean, fuck that, man. That pop, lock, and drop it will live on. I think that was, you know, that was usually, uh, that was a good time in our childhood. I feel like, you know, I mean, it it's something you could look back to. Like, no, absolutely. That was a, that was a, that was a, that was like the, that was like the, the, the prime crunk era. Yeah, though. yeah. That was it like, was that was like ATL's first, era, yeah. like, major mainstream pop, run. Lock, and drop it. I feel like that era was when ATL really was like, before, before like the new ATL shit, like Future and Thug and all that, like, mm-hmm. That was like the first, like from like 2004 to like 2008. That was like ATL just took over Hell yeah, yeah. In, the, in the mainstream circuit. Um, let's move on to uh, Pittsburgh rapper and Taylor Gang member uh, and most dope affiliate, Trolley Bands. Tolly Bands. Tolly Bands. Shot dead at 31 so no. i'm not really that familiar with tolly bands so yeah I, i'm you know kid with tolly for a while because he toured with mac um on the best day ever tour back in 2011 and he used to he used to run with, with taylor gang he's a pittsburgh nigga but he, he used to run with taylor gang he ran with most dope you know he was known in the pittsburgh um music circuit and shit uh, i never met bull in my time in pittsburgh but you know he's friends with a lot of people that i'm i'm am friends with in pittsburgh so I seen a lot of people posting, you know, RP and shit. Actually, uh, my friend Suzanne, she um, she posted the thing, and I, that was when I found out about it. And I was like, "What?" And then a bunch of other Pittsburgh homies of mine were posting about it. But um, but yeah, th- this article I read last week, I don't know if they, um, I don't know if any details have come out since then. But uh, when this article came out on Heavy.com, the one that I read. Um, they had said that there was no suspects yet, but um, yeah, they they shot my dog in his own, I think in his own neighborhood. Like he was in Pittsburgh when the shit happened. So, but yeah, it's just another unfortunate loss for the music industry and especially for Pittsburgh, man. Because you know they had some, they taking some L's, man, with with people passing away in the last two years, man. Yeah. With you know Wapo, Jimmy Wapo, a couple years ago, and then Mac, obviously, and now Tali. So, you know. R.I.P. Tolly, man. He was, um, I fucked with Tolly, man, because he was funny as shit. Like, on like Mac and like when Wiz, like when they do the little blogs and shit on their tours, like he was always just like, always like turned up and just hyping shit. Yep. Like, this video right here is funny. I think this is when they were on the uh, Best Day Ever tour for the listeners who looking at the video uh, yeah. with Mac had on like fake dreads and came up to Tolly and shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But it's it's crazy, man. It's sad seeing him and Mac together. Like, damn, dog, how are both these bulls gone? But yes. super fucked. RP man. Yeah. Um, so this is more news. Um voice actor who plays Cleveland and Family Guy steps away from the role. Uh so voice actor uh Mike Henry said Friday on Twitter that he no longer will voice uh the Cleveland Brown character on Fox's animated Family Guy. But what about the Cleveland show? Uh I think it's it been goes canceled on for years though. Has it been? Yeah, it's not yeah. it's over okay. now, yeah. Um Henry who is white has voiced an African American uh, brown since uh, the African. <laughs> I, I said an African American brown. That's <laughs> the African American <laughs> brown uh, since the show inception in 1999. He also uh, voiced the character and his son uh, Rollo Tubbs on the uh, spinoff The Cleveland Show, which ran uh, for four years on Fox. Henry was a voice. Uh, on Family Guy since its 1999 debut. He also voiced Latina Maid uh, Consuela. Consuela. I didn't know he did Consuela. Uh, yeah, too. on the animated series. Um, I've seen I've Mr. seen a little Peter. bit of this. Like, Mr. So, yeah, he's stepping away. I saw him. He does be pretty good as Consuela. I, I can't lie. Consuela's one yeah. of the yeah. funniest I would never, I would never guess. He's good at fucking him. Cleveland, too. I'm not surprised it was a white dude's voice. On uh, yeah. Big, you know, you watch... Uh, Big Mouth, uh, Nick Kroll's show. No, I haven't yeah. got. I've watched it, but the, I haven't uh, watched it. Followed, followed. The yet. little black I, I girl. Um, I forget the the actress's name, but she's like a oh, Jewish Chris, act. Oh, Chrissy. I think it's Chrissy something. Yeah, I think yeah. So, yeah. She stepped down from her role too, saying that she wants. She says she was saying that I think it should be an African American. Oh, res- respect to her because like an African American. This niggas out here trying to get their bread. Like they should be. Like, yeah, yeah. Be doing the so. I think we're going to keep seeing a lot of it. See, I mean, 2020, how crazy it's been. There's been like a lot of immediate little subtle changes, you know, um, so far. I didn't see Cleveland's character as being super racist, but I I respect him from stepping down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Let's move on. Last two things in um, hip hop and entertainment. Kanye West uh, is in a tent. He's going to. Uh, being a 10-year partnership with Gap. Yeah, this is huge. Let's news. go back back to the Gap. Um, <laughs> but there's another angle to this. I don't know if they covered in this. Uh, the Bull Tough. Wait, didn't he steal from Gap? <laughs> he said it. <laughs> yeah, he I know, stole. He never, never got, got caught. caught. <laughs> Look at my check. Wasn't no scratch. So if I stole, what am my fault? Yeah, I stole. Never got caught. They take me to the back and pat me. Asking me about some khakis, but let some black people walk in. I bet you they show off they token blackies. There's another angle to this because they had a partnership with um I forget his first name, but Telfair, who's uh, makes the Telfair bags. Hold on, yeah. Hold on, I can't. That's kind of that's kind of ill though. He, now he's got a ten year partnership. That's a stunt. <laughs> But maybe it might be a ten-year partnership. It's tight, but it might be a ten-year partnership like Starbucks, though. Like, but it might I'm be a, that a Red Robin or something yeah. like that. It might be at the expense of another black designer, though. Telfair Clemens, who makes, who runs Telfair Designer, which is like a, they make bags and shit, uh, okay. like designer bags and stuff. Gap had a partnership with him already that they, had, they, but it hadn't been finalized. But they basically like started a partnership with him in the beginning yeah. of the year. And then, like, something happened. Uh, well, when COVID hit, it, like, slowed down them locking in the partnership with him. Mm. 
And like, then they just announced this Yeezy partnership last week. And like Telfair has not basically been compensated or like got pushed final. to the back. Yeah, exactly. So that's the other Can't angle compete of the story. with Ye. But, Ye, um, uh his name rings bells. Let me um, Loxy's hump. Uh, <laughs> the guard. This is from the Guardian. I'm gonna read this. And this down. nigga stole from the store when he worked there, and he still got the deal, dog. Uh, Kanye West has announced a clothing collaboration with the Gap. Um, the team up between West West Yeezy brand and the retailer, uh, which West hashtagged West Day Ever, uh, will go live in stores in 2021. Will feature an affordable range of menswear, women's wear, and kids clothes. Notably missing uh, from the collaboration was any footwear, which. Uh, would impinge on the hugely successful collaboration with Adidas. Oh, can't affor- affordable, huh? So it's not going to be selling like, white t-shirts for $300? We'll see. That's what I'm saying. We'll see. Because nah, Gap is already expensive. <laughs> Gap is not cheap. Yeah. I mean, the Gap He's going to make a dog, lot of Gap money is expensive. Bro, I, I don't, I, Gap I got yeah, shirts and shit it. for like $80, like jeans for like $80. Like it's not. Uh, Gap how, isn't. How good are the jeans dog, Uniqlo opinion? is more affordable. Yeah. Hey, fam. How good are the jeans in your opinion? I haven't what, had a gap gap pair of Gap jeans probably since I was like eight I don't, years yeah. old. <laughs> Me neither. I'm, I'm, a, a, I'm a Levi. I haven't nigga. worn Gap anything in a long, like since elementary school days. Also, I find it very around. They're, they're literally showing off the token blackie right now. Hmm? So they're literally showing off the token blackie. Well, right no, now. but that's what I'm saying. They're not because they had a partnership with Telfair Clemens, who's, who's a black designer as well. And who's like a known black designer. Oh, yeah. I think he like also hired like a, like a black, like an African like, uh, lady to be like the head of his... Uh, Fashion line when he uh, you're talking like Kanye, yeah. So he is like, you just giving niggas a, a good, a good look, like, yeah. I hope though, I mean, it's cool because you know, it's it's easy, but like, if it came at the expenses of Telfair Clemens, that's kind of fucked up, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that dude, he's he's a super yeah. impactful designer, you know what I yeah. mean? Especially in like high end design, <laughs> like, you know, Kanye designs streetwear, you know what I mean? Telfair's designing like. Leather goods and stuff like that, which isn't like that opened up to black designers. Like that's True. just starting I mean, it's kinda, to open it's up to black sure designers. Streetwear is kind of like it's kind of looked down upon, but like uh, yeah, I, like streetwear is a shit that I really want to buy. Not anymore, because you know like, designer because designer brands are teaming up with streetwear designers to be their like creative director. Like you know that's why Virgil's the creative director at um at Louis Vuitton and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But, but like the it's whole thing wild. with the whole thing with this story was that like people were speculating that like Yeezy got signed at the expense of Telfair, which is like part of the story. They did like a whole I know ID, I think it was ID. It was either ID or Heist and Abide did a, a story with with Telfair about this shit. But I don't know if they're gonna mention it in this, but I do wanna finish reading this though. Um I'll just read from the top. Uh, the team up between West Yeezy's brand and the retailer, which West hashtag West Day Ever, uh, will go live in stores 2021 and will feature an affordable range of menswear, women's wear, kids' clothes. Notably missing a collaboration with, with any footwear, uh, which would impinge on the hugely successful collaboration with Adidas. The American retailer will be uh, hoping that West Star Power will help the ailing brand, who reported a quarterly loss of $920 or $932 million in the le- in three months. In the three months uh, to May 2nd, uh, I don't know what that means. They uh, <laughs> say, quote, uh, we are excited to welcome Kanye back to Gap family um, as a creative visionary, building on aesthetic and success of uh, his Yeezy brand and altogether defining the next level retail and partnership. The global head of Gap brand, Mark uh, Bright, Breitbart, uh, said 
in a statement. Further collaborations will include unique Yeezy Gap expressions uh, in Gap shops uh, and digital channels. Uh, the company released a promotional graphic feature uh, featuring the traditional navy blue Gap logo replaced with the letters YZY. Um, the deal is for 10 years with the option to renew after five. They get this man like a football contract. Right. <laughs> According to NF, uh, to the New York Times, um, the article states that Gap is aiming to bring in $1 billion in annual sales from collaboration by the end or by the five-year point. Uh, in an article for Paper Magazine, Wes said his appreciation for clothes began when he worked uh, at, at the store when he was 15 in Chicago, it's a quote, when I was working at The Gap when I was 15, I don't think I had any desire to actually make clothes, um, but I always felt like uh, that was what I wanted to be around. I love the fabrics, love the colors, I love proportions, he wrote. That seems a lot different from what I heard in the song <laughs> that, took, <laughs> that took me to the back and pat me of other That's white him. people... Walk in. I bet you start. Well, wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait. They're literally wait. doing it, my nigga. He rapped about yeah. his days at the store uh, <laughs> and the idea of quote unquote shopping while black on the track spaceships mm -hmm. from the college mm -hmm. dropout. The track featured the lyrics. Let's go back, uh, back <laughs> Let's to go Gap. back. Hey, you want to read it? The Gap. Gap. Look at well, look at my was, check. Wasn't no, no scratch. scratch. Uh, and they they took out the part about. Uh, yeah, I still never got caught, right? Because they, why'd they take that out? <laughs> they want to incriminate the nigga, dog. Yeah, they said, oh, man, uh, yeah, they took me to the back and packed me. S.E. about some khakis. Uh, but let but let some black people walk in. Bet, Bet you know you. they show off the token blackie. Facts. Mm -hmm. Literally, they fast talk. Right they now. I don't oh, like that they, they took him. <laughs> Let's put him all in the front, front of, of the store. store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, God damn! If I, swear, uh -huh. if I see like a carpet cut off Connie in front of yeah. the store, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I still never got caught. Mm, they saved. They saved them though on the article. You know. All right. Um, well, you know, we'll see what happens with that. Good for, good for Kanye. Um, we're hoping that he didn't uh, take another dude's spot. Um, it looks like he did. Yeah, even though it looks like he did. Uh, we could go into this real quick, and then we'll go um, to sports and then a little bit of TV and end this. Wrap yeah. it up. Yeah, um, so the fab Fabulous versus Jadakiss. So these uh, battles are still going on. The battles, you know, they be became pretty popular during the quarantine. Uh, people just doing, uh, you know, legendary artists agreeing to, on Instagram, you know, go song for song. For I think the standards like fifteen or twenty rounds, and I don't know the voting system, but I don't know if the people the people vote. I think, and then you you know you see who won the battle, uh, song by song. Yeah, you I, put thought up was, a song I thought it was just song. consensus. You know, I think it. it I think time. you're right because after these battles, it's more of just like the event. It's not like yeah. a crowned winner at the end and then make the other you know superstar feel bad about themselves. It's just a. Uh, it's it's just for the culture. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I Alicia Keys did the piano battle against John Legend. You peeped that? I didn't peep that. I was expecting her to win. I don't like, know if there was a win. I peeped some. I don't know if there was a winner or loser. This like, one, because we found during this time that you cannot trust these uh, quote unquote, you know, producers and uh, superstars to handle their own uh, audio and production. But this time, who was behind? Or alcohol? This one? Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, who? Who sponsored this one? It was Versus. Uh, Versus with a collaboration um, 
with Ciroc. Oh, wait, was that? Uh, yeah, and then DJ Clue and Envy. Uh, did they DJ or were they just? I don't think they even DJ, though. They were probably. Clue probably DJs. I don't know. Does Envy really DJ, though? He, they were probably host, not for years. Let's though, say they man. were hosting. Actually, actually right? I can't talk. I didn't shit, even. Like, I didn't see this whole uh, this whole one, and it was uh, Fabulous versus Jadakiss. Um, I didn't see the beginning, but when I started tuning in, Jada was wasted, dog. Like, well, I was your man, so my slumps. nigga, my nigga was in the all yellow banana flu- <laughs> fit, dog. He looked like a drunk <laughs> banana, dog. My man had would not put down the Ciroc cup. He was doing the thing where he, you know the drunk guy thing where you put your arm around your homie and you talking. He was like, man, like uh, this would be the song at my wedding. At my wedding, I want this song to be. He kept, he kept telling the DJ like, "Yo, hold up, hold up!" Like pausing everybody's DJ and shit, telling them to play other shit. Like at one point, they started playing the um, yeah. intro to Freddie vs. Jason. I love that track, dog. And then it never got put back on because drunk Jadakiss, you know, he's calling out any song like just random shit. Um, and like, even I'm when he was rapping, think, he why, why did he get so drunk? Cause it's sponsored by Ciroc. <laughs> That's why, Doug. Yo, did he say fuck this man over, dog? Like, dog. Every he, chance to Jada, <laughs> I thought he was. There was a lot of points where I thought he was gonna fall out. Like, he he held it together, but wow, he was fucking twisted. Yo, Fab looked a little off put by like the drunkness of Jada Kiss. I know they they must be like super. They're super close. You yeah, know what the, I mean? The whole but whole I was like, together, God man. damn, dog. Can you chill for a second, dog? Like. And even it, it, Jada rapping too, like he, you could tell, like he was slurring a little bit, like this motherfucker's twisted. Um, but I like all these battles, and it was super entertaining to just see Jada Fuck kiss yeah. fucking wrecked like that, dude. And then you know any Jada kiss song, like when he played "We Gonna Make It," I just kept commenting, like if you keep drinking that Syrah, you ain't gonna make it, dog. You ain't gonna. I feel like just him having "We Gonna Make It" like made him win the whole. For me, <laughs> I'll say that he, he took that one away. Gonna make it that's a yeah. classic right there yeah and then they had an after party uh, apparently which seems a little irresponsible but even though i can't talk but i already repented for my sins so yeah like i mean i hope i hope <laughs> jake is gonna go to the after party like oh he went to the after party how did he not die i think he did <laughs> he drank water a little bit. you saw him drinking water but he said uh he's just like <laughs> All the mixtape shit that you uh, wanted in, we're playing all those joints at the after party. Like he was wild. Like, of all the people I've seen, like attempt the Jadakiss laugh, that was actually pretty. That was a pretty accurate one, actually. <laughs> Yo, James was, been doing that drum clean. Yeah, that's. I, I pride myself on my Jada laugh, dog. Um, so that's it in hip hop. I do want to just one other like minor detail. I'll talk about this for five seconds. Uh, DJ Academics is beefing with Freddie Gibbs right now, and it's hilarious. So just go check that I feel out. Like if, if Academics is beefing with anybody, I'm gonna pick the. I'm gonna pick Academics the is talking dog. tough for some reason. What? Yo, Freddie Gibbs, go off on my nigga. I Yo, hope Freddie Gibbs like Nisa. Uh, yeah, Freddy I seen Gibbs, it when yeah. it started. I was yeah. following it last night. Freddie Gibbs. I, I hope the guy sounds catch like he wants Gary to, in the end. He today, torture him until today. Freddie posted. He had posted a screenshot of a tweet Academics had written like two years ago. It was like. About bad baby having big titties. I saw that and he was yeah. like complex, y'all. So yeah, Freddie Gibbs has one like, of the best Instagram stories that. just to begin with every yeah, day. Yeah, I know what they ask. But that. damn, bitch. he been posting the <laughs> wildest <laughs> shit. Like he and then Ben Baller commented, and then Academics is now beefing with Ben Baller. But see, like the tough talk, dude. 
he's talking real tough, dog. That's academics, dog. Yeah, people was like, I've never heard uh, that hype ever. Michael Christmas had posted. He was like, I'm not called a rapper no more. He was like, call me a hip hop African American. you got mad at tracks because he was exposing you because you used to overcharge African Americans while you're Asian. You don't sell no jewelry to Asian. You sold all your shit to hip hop African Americans, and then you <laughs> some savant. You're a scum. You're a fucking scum. Wow. I hope some Gary. Academics. I hope some Gary. Wow. Some Gary Indiana nigga beats his ass. Like I hope that's that's Yo, what happens. For real, man. He's posting old photos of him DJing at a bingo. The fucking Jackson night. family just stomps the shit out of him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> just get the, the ghost of Joe Jackson yeah, like, just honestly, beat his ass. I can start beating him, whipping his ass. He said, "What I see, when I see that pitch, I can tell he's gonna give him a titty." To <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think uh, Gibbs is who you should be beat talking like that to. Yeah, though. Don't, like, don't do that. With that I mean, dog. Like, no, his, there's whatever, a lot of other. You know, he's gonna diss this nigga in his next rap. Oh, but yeah, he's not dog. gonna do it on no like say something bad. He's just gonna Bro. clown this nigga. Yeah. It's gonna be amazing. Don't yeah, don't be beefing with uh Don't don't be for Gibbs. With Gibbs, dog, yeah. Don't honestly. be for Gibbs, don't be for I don't think he, I don't think don't be for any like Midwest niggas at all. I mean don't Academics is trying to flex like money flex on him, but like Yeah, he man, was like, bro, show me your fucking yeah, tax. Yeah. Niggas was calling him the cops, like, damn, this is yeah. like cop behavior, nigga. You asking for niggas yeah. tax reports and shit. Like, I'm obviously on Freddie Gibbs side. I don't really back yeah. the academics uh, that much I, to begin with. Yeah, academics in the beef, I'm gonna be against academics. Yeah, me too, dude. I'm always against academics. Let's go with this sports. Oh, man. Uh, a noose was left at Bubba Wallace's... Oh, in Bubba Wallace's garage. Yeah. At Talladega uh, Super Speedway. I've heard... Um, yeah, this story was... was a little bit week. about this. Um, so this... First of all, the... I don't, I don't know that much about it. I've heard different things about this. Like, when you pull up to one of these places, right, you get a garage yeah. that they let you, you know, fucking, I guess your team could fuck with yeah. your car. Mm-hmm. And it was a door opening. Like, you know, if you're ever in like a shitty fucking garage space, there's usually like a fucking a thing drawing. on the garage to yeah. pull it down. You're just like a ratchet strap or something right. like that. And it was just tied in a noose. Um, but it's been there for years, is what I heard. No, like, it wasn't years. It's like six months or something. Six the months. FBI was okay. like, it was there since like last. Oh, the month. FBI investigated this. Yeah, they, so. they would do all that. They, so the final verdict was like, obviously the story came out, and then they did a demonstration at Talladega uh, with all the racers. And I heard they all with walked with them, with them right? Really yeah. Cool. But then, like a few days after, like the FBI was investigating the situation, and like a few days after that, they ended up come to to conclusion that it was had already been there for months and like that he was yeah. a victim of a hate crime and shit. Um can't refute that it was there for months, but it's still weird as fuck that it was in and his John like it is weird weeks after that, you know, this I whole could, I don't know. I could definitely see somebody who just knows how to tie a noose like, let me just it'll be cool if we did this knot and fucking Yeah, because they're in a the fucking towel you know they're in a fucking stupid ass subject. I mean tying noose is, just seems pretty like suspect to be to know how to do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, well, dude, like, people like, know how to tie. I know how to tie a noose, dude. Yeah, that's like, like it's that's not, a normal it's tie. Like, it's not. It's not, it's not racist uncommon. to know how to tie a noose. Yeah, it's just I racist mean, like, when you I mean, use it to you, it, I mean, what are you using? A, what are you, you tying learn how to tie? For, if you, I don't know, when you're a kid, you learn how to tie yeah, a lot like of knots and stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's a, a common knot. But like, when was the last time you actually used like 
Oh, it's just knowledge, though. Like, you know how to tie style. a square knot? If you're ever in Cub Scouts, they teach you how to tie, like, you get a fucking badge for knowing how to tie, like, 50 different knots. You right, know what yeah. I mean? I don't think the, the noose, like, it represents something racist at some point, but it's not like having a Confederate flag. A noose I mean, wasn't. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, you either, you're, the either kill, was, you're either killing yourself or hanging a nigga. Like, if you're, if you're like, seriously like, tying a noose, you know what I'm saying? Like,. You could tie a noose to, to do more than to that. do more than you can that. like capture like, animals and shit. It's like a lasso. You use right, different right, knots right, for right, different shit. Enough, I'll use a fishing knot to secure shit. Sometimes you know what I mean, just because I know bit. it's a it's a solid knot for some. If you want to tie something back on itself and yeah. use its own weight, there's certain knots that you would use oh, okay. for that. You know what I mean? And that just happens to be one of them, and it probably worked pretty well to fucking open the garage. You know? Yeah. So I'm, but it still was just not tasteful to do. It, they should have probably checked, in. like, all right, this guy's coming to the garage. There's mass rioting going on. Maybe we should, you know, yeah. Maybe, maybe you just the, don't tie a noose in general as you're, like, yeah, drawing. Maybe don't tie yeah. a noose in general. Just because it's not a good, because it could be interpreted you know, in so and many And if you know ways. how to tie, like, a bunch of cool knots, you know, maybe, I don't know, man. I could see how, I don't think it, I don't think a noose just, like, itself, like, yeah, just as a utility technique. thing, yeah, as a utility knot, it's a good knot, and it's not like that's not what makes it racist, you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, and I'm glad at least you know they walked with him and whatnot, and right, yeah, it's I don't know. NASCAR, though, I mean, yeah, it's a weird sport for you to be in to begin with, <laughs> yeah, it was up your way this week, you was there when it was in Pocono, yeah, I didn't know, yeah, and I didn't notice any of. Actually, I did notice a little bit more traffic. And other people who were coming to Charlie's, they didn't even know the race was going on. But they were like, yo, oh, yeah, like, that's why the fucking traffic occurred. Um, but, yeah, good that um, they, you know, they they walked with them and whatnot yeah. um, to, sh- to show solidarity that, that that's not good. If that is, like, a fucking thing that they specifically put in the garage. Um, let's move on to... Uh, Eagles uh, tight end Dallas Goddard sucker punched and hospitalized in South Dakota. Yeah. Did he hit up Carson, dog? Like, oh, Carson, get your, yo, check your people, motherfucker. Carson's from South, right? Not North Dakota? Nice no, from North Dakota. North Dakota? Okay, He's never mind. from South Dakota, though. Oh, he's, he, went to, <laughs> he, went to, he, went to, he went to the rival school of, of uh, Carson Wentz. Carson oh, went to North Dakota okay. State. Dallas guy went to South. So Dakota damn, this State. is some hometown beef. Dog. Yeah, right. Oh, he was that look zoo bar. That sounds crazy. He so <laughs> I'll read it. This happened last week. I was like, this is wild. And Dallas guy is a big ass dude. Like he's huge, yo. He's like six six. Probably weighs like two hundred and like forty pounds or some shit. But uh, a suspect has been arrested and charged. This is on ESPN. Suspect has been arrested and charged uh, with simple assault. <laughs> Following a recent incident in South Dakota bar uh, that led to the hospitalization of Philadelphia Eagle tight end, uh, Dallas Goddard. Security video showed that Goddard was sucker punched at the zoo bar in uh, Aberdeen, South Dakota on Friday. Um, a blow that left him unconscious, according to a source. Aberdeen police put out a statement regarding the arrest. At approximately 1.07 a.m. on uh, June 20th, 2020, Aberdeen police responded to uh, the 1,000 block of uh, South main street uh in reference to an assault it said it was discovered that the adult that an adult male had been punched in the face the male was transferred to uh various st luke sorry a hospital uh where he was treated and released investigations led to the arrest of kyle douglas hadala a 29 Age 29 of Sarasota, Florida. Of course. How a nigga... <laughs> uh, he was charged Florida with... Some, a nigga went all the way from Florida, Florida to South Dakota 
Just to still do some Florida <laughs> shit. God damn. They just don't. I wonder if he knew fail. it was Dallas Goddard. Who knows, man? Probably. There's always, like, when you see a football player, there's always people buying him shots. Yeah, he's definitely known in South Dakota because he was, like, a yeah, all, yeah. You know, had to, all. He had to have known. He's, like, one Goddard. of the best players in, at that college, you know what I mean, at South Dakota State and shit. I'm trying to see if they have any, like, story, like, backstory about, like, what happened. Um, Busting. All right, so here. The, this one, right? Yeah. yeah. Read that. It says, police were called to the same or to the scene on a report of people busting glasses and having and have busted heads. <laughs> Jesus. They, 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 they the, breaking glasses. People busting people's heads out here. <laughs> for Mr. Republic, citing radio transmission from the scene asking uh, to run the identity identification of Dallas Goddard. And the two other men. When contacted an employee at the zoo bar, zoo bar. declined the comment. Oh man, they don't really go into detail nah, what happened now. They, but yeah. My nigga got slumped. My nigga went to the hospital. That's, my I hope back. he got some He's licks good. in. I hope he was busting the bottles over there. I'm surprised, damn. Like, damn, this nigga's huge. Who's the boy to knock them you out? You never know. Like, you like, even if you're an NFL player, though, you can still get sucker punched. No, nah, that's on some no, shit, I know. You know. But I'm saying to the point of hospital. I mean, I don't think like someone our size is gonna damn. do something. Maybe like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it could have just been another. It big had to be. Nigga, it had you know? to be, bro. It's probably another big. A dude nigga, as like, big as us is not slumping nah. down <laughs> right, to the point of hospitalization, like. Nah, that's not be going. A, it would yeah, have to be an up. I'd have to have like, the most leverage my body yeah, to produce. Yeah. Period. I don't like, think uh, the torque from my quads would have to be a, all in. You had to get like a corner or some shit. They hit his head against the wall or some shit. Who knows, yeah, man? Like, I wish there was a video. Fucking goddamn Tampa Bay fans, dog. This nigga Coming came all the way from Sarasota <laughs> to go to South Carolina or South Dakota to yeah. still do some nut shit. Jesus Christ! It's wild. He's probably sent by fucking Brady, dog. That nigga probably already got informants down there, dog. I'm with that nigga Gronk. Um, <laughs> let's, let's go on to uh, the NBA uh, return schedule releases. Yeah, so I think they got some of the games here. Yeah, so the uh, NBA set to start back up on the July 30th. Uh, I know the first two games are going to be – I know the Pelicans play – who the Pelicans play? Houston or something? I can't remember. Let me see. This is a power ranking. That's not the schedule. Let me find it. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Pelicans play the Jazz on the thirtieth, and the Clippers play the Lakers. That's the that's the first two games for like when they come back. And then on the thirty first is like when it's like you know really really opening up where there's like six games that day. Um, Magic Nets, Grizzlies, Trailblazers, Kings, Spurs. Suns, Wizards, the Celtics, Bucks is going to be big, and then the Rockets, Mavericks will be a big one. Apparently, the Sixers have the easiest schedule um, out of this new schedule, um, according to like what I heard on ESPN and shit. We play our first game back is going to be August first. We play the Pacers, um, and these are all going to be in the bubble in Orlando, so it's not going to be like home and away. Yeah, yeah. They're all playing in a off basically like a neutral location. Um, but yeah, so basketball starts back up. Oh yeah, thirtieth. Get your parlays ready for any wager, folks. Wait, out there. wait, the thirtieth of uh, July, month. July. So oh, in a month, lit. a month from today. That's so, lit. So, um, yeah, Thirty days from now. Yeah. Okay. So we could, I could dip my toes in the more gambling. Just a dip, though. You know, <laughs> just a little. Dip. <coughs> and going with that, I forgot. Uh, Tyler was trying to. We were trying to gamble for him to go on vacation dog like uh, <laughs> you're trying to get his bread his he was, we were trying bread. to get his vacation bread because we he already he already had the flight 
I don't want to go unless Ty goes on this Colorado vacation because I don't want to be an eighth wheel on this trip. So I was like, I at least need a wing. Oh, what it's like. It's in like two weeks. I don't think I'm going. Wait, eighth wheel? What is it? Because it's all my homie and shooter? all their fucking girlfriends. Well, dude. how many people is it? Seven? Because uh, if it's eight, I, that means it's, there's, yeah. that's even them. That's, that's four couples. It's, it's got, I think it's like. You'd be the eight, ninth wheel. The ninth wheel then. So yeah. it's like four couples. I just said eight. You. Yeah. The ninth wheel. <laughs> so they're the eight and then you'd be nine. Yeah. But Ty was trying to, you know, he just needed to make a quick like 500 on blackjack. He couldn't do it. God damn. <laughs> I'm like, get yeah, that sucks. Don't, don't um, fucking lose all your bread, dog. Yeah. But um, all right. This is the last thing in sports. Uh, Cam Newton. Yeah. Uh, only reporting this because it's the only one of the big is sports now stories. the new Patriots quarterback one year yeah. deal right yeah they gave him um, a one year John so I'm glad he got this signed, is though. a crazy turn of events though like yeah the but how do you feel about it symbolically now America's <laughs> team the New England Patriots now has a black quarterback how y'all feel after racist? coming off of their fucking dynasty with uh, Mr. Tom dynasty. Brady yeah. I was saying earlier to y'all, yeah, the sim, because you know, you already know, the listeners already know about my sports theories and shit and conspiracies and stuff. Yeah, what do you think about? So uh, you know, this is very. I just think it's interesting that Cam Newton, who's one of the more, you know, flamboyant outward athletes in the NFL, Mary Poppins, goes to like the, the, the docile New England yeah, yeah. Patriots, but you know, <laughs> the conservative in, Patriots. Yeah, conservative. I mean, they are conservative yeah, as fuck. Yeah. Um, but you know, just in light of everything going on, you know, just the symbology of like this, you know. Flamboyant, that is crazy. Big quarterback yeah, yeah. becoming the Patriot. Um, you know, kind of to me, I kind of look at it as like the subtle representation of what's currently going on in America. Obviously, with all the social justice protests and people speaking out, uh, especially with issues that pertain to African Americans. Mm-hmm. I just think Cam Newton signing into the Patriots becoming the Patriot is just an interesting, ironic turn of events you know what i mean so like similar for everything's been going on for the past like couple weeks exactly yeah so i don't know <laughs> you <What>? see this <laughs> <laughs> yo that's <laughs> funny as shit i asked brandon how you feel about that white brandon the he probably loves it why wouldn't you i don't think he said anything negative about it like, you'd rather have yeah. fucking jason stidham yeah, we were just talking about how yeah, never it's, it's just gonna be Jared so stidham. weird to see him as a patriot dude. it is like, gonna be weird it's just gonna well it would be just weird to see anybody but tom brady as the right. quarterback of yeah, the Patriots. exactly but that's gonna it's like uh it's but cam weird. newton is like such a polar that's opposite a, yeah, personality yeah yeah, yeah for sure you know what i mean honestly i'm happy he got signed i mean it sucks that he's on the patriots but i'm just happy he got a, a job and yeah. you know, I want to see him play because I like I like Cam New. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just hope he can stay healthy. So, is your opinion of the Patriots going to change? Like, <laughs> oh, fuck no. like, All right, bet. I was literally on TV bet. last night booing a Patriots fan. Like that was one of the highlights <laughs> of my Philadelphia Eagles fanhood. Yeah. Like that, I'll be forever in the Vice yeah. uh, archives of me booing <laughs> this nigga in the Patriots uh, Tom Brady and, jersey. Uh, I was thinking, dude, like, <laughs> even like, dude, moving to like the Nashville area is going to be weird. Just being in. Uh, other fucking sports territories and white brandon had no sympathy for me because he's like you know what i had to do i had to fucking move to philadelphia well, i mean the thing is like we're you won't they're I mean, they're more else, of a docile gonna, fan base yeah, too exactly. they're not uh they're there's not no, like there's Philly. no overlap i mean yeah. the titans I, and the eagles there's no yeah overlap. yeah there's no overlap brandon, that was teams. that was some shit the year after too like that we won that oh shit, yeah having yeah, to yeah. move over He's like, you know, I mean, any Boston sports fan in Philly, any Boston sports fan in Philly or New York, you always gonna get fucking called out. So that's just like that's just the nature of the culture. 
Definitely. Um, so let's um, let's move on to uh, TV and movies. Um, I didn't see the Five Bloods yet. Yeah, I'll, yeah I'll, me either. I'll run it down a little bit. I won't spoil too much. Um, but yeah, I watched it what two weeks ago or a week and a half ago. Uh, Spike Lee, new, Spike Lee's newest. Film. Oh, it's Spike Lee. We talked about this in the group mm-hmm. chat, right? Sometimes yeah. I'm just skimming, and I'll remember when we fucking <laughs> when we bring it up again. Because somebody said, "Oh, it's this." I didn't know it was a Spike Lee uh, movie. Yeah, so he dropped this on July 12th. I think it came out, uh, or June. I'm sorry, not July. June 12th. Um, yeah, it's basically a story about these four uh, former Vietnam veterans, um, all African American. Um, they were on this special operation to like deliver some gold to this Vietnamese force or whatever. The mission ended up getting botched because their their helicopter got shot down, but they ended up killing all the Viet Cong that were attacking them. So the only survivors were the, the were at the time the five black dudes. That's why it's called the Five Bloods. So and then like the the protagonist of like their memory is this one dude. Um, Norman, who is I forget the actor's name, but the dude who plays Black Panther, that actor I can never remember mm. that guy's name for some reason. Um, yeah, Chadwick Chad Boseman. Boseman yeah. So his character is is not with them when they're older because he gets killed in Vietnam. I won't I won't spoil how he gets killed because that ties into the plot. But he like the, throughout the story, like it's going back and forth from them. Basically, they go back to Vietnam to recover the gold. So they they decide to bury the gold and like when we come back, we're gonna you know take it back and we're gonna mm-hmm. distribute it into our community. You know. Just give, like, all these black people gold and shit. And it's basically supposed to be, like, a reparations. He's like, if anybody deserves it, it's us. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, which, you know, is rightfully so. So they go back as old men to go get the gold. They get, you know, they they end up finding it. But there's, like, all this other shit going on with people. Like, they, a lot of it, I'm going to gloss over because, like, the story, Spike does such a good job with the social comment. Like, the plot line itself plays out in terms of, like, showing social like the plot line itself is a social commentary, like like a microcosm within exactly, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like one of the scene, like one of the other characters, the dude who plays um, uh, Leon, the the uh, you ever see Leon, the uh, what's the the Hitman movie or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? No, fucking, you know this movie, dog. It's a fucking world. It's a famous ass movie. Leon, the uh, fuck, what is it called? Professional, yeah. You you never seen a professional? Oh, the professional with uh, Natalie Portman. Yeah, but uh, what's it? Yeah, uh, Jean Reno. Uh-huh. He's he played. He's in the movie. He's like this French like, I don't even know what he's supposed to be, but I think he's like a French businessman. But basically, his character is supposed to represent the colonial influence of the French in Vietnam. So he okay. still has all this power and money, but he lives in Vietnam. But he's benefiting off of the wealth that uh-huh. his ancestors basically got from being colonized in Vietnam. So that's like an aspect. Then obviously, you know, there's the narrative about like the lack of representation in film of uh, African-American soldiers. You know what I'm saying? All these stories, the Vietnam War, World War II, so many movies that have come out over the years. Yeah, man, niggas got drafted. And though. none of these stories feature black people or are like the leads are featuring black, uh, African-American soldiers. Which is, you know, super problematic, yeah, because one, I think Vietnam were more than a, a third, over a third of the w- soldiers yeah, were African-American soldiers. Yeah. I think probably around at least a quarter, probably to a third in World War II is African-Americans. And it's like, you know, we played a, a huge role in, in all these wars. And even historically dating back before that, 
Because um, in the Revolutionary uh, War. Christmas Addicts. Yeah, he was the first person to die for America. You know what I'm saying? And war was a black dude. So it's like all these fucking, all these historical elements that just never get shown on screen, you know, for obvious reasons. Because, you know, white sensationalization um, in, in Hollywood and just in film overall. So that the movie kind of touches on that. And, and they they actually bring up. Um, different historical figures in like American wars. They talk about. I, I learned about people in this. Year. I like learned shit in this. I'm like, damn, this is fucking amazing. Uh, one dude, uh, uh, Milton L. Olive, who was the first African American soldier to receive a Medal of Honor in the Vietnam War, and he was 18 years old. He sacrificed himself to save some of his soldiers by jumping on a grenade, and then he ended up getting a word of medal of honor for for sacrificing himself. But like shit like that, it's like in the movie they they like incorporate that like into the dialogue of the characters where they're like referencing like this. You know, we should. Be, they're talking about how, like how there's no movies featuring black soldiers like mm. in within the movie. Like the characters are talking about that, and then like yeah, you know, like Mill and Olive, and then they they explain like in the dialogue they're basically giving you a back history of who he is. But they're like basically insinuating like you could easily make a Vietnam movie about somebody like him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. This dude was the first black person to get a Medal of Honor in Vietnam War. That's like as historically important as it gets for any war story. You know what I'm saying? It's like how can yeah. you not – how can these people for so many years be under – like not represented, not even underrepresented, but just not represented at all. So I really appreciated the movie for that, that they had those elements. Um, but overall, I mean, the arc of the movie is crazy, man, because like – when you watch it, you think it's gonna be like this, like thing where like they kind of they get the gold and like they deal with their demons of the past, and but like in it they come together, and it kind of was that, but then it hits like the midpoint where the the story just it takes a whole different turn. But like you gotta watch, I don't wanna spoil it, but it's a really really interesting movie, really uh, really well um, shot and produced, and it's all shot in film. But I probably I probably rate it like a solid seven. I probably give it like a six and a half, seven overall. Like IMDb uh, gave it a six point six. Yeah, IMDb kind of like shit on fair. it a little bit. Like I think that's fair. I mean, I hold Spike Lee's movies. So I, I mean, Spike Lee's bar is high. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. for his films, like I'm only saying that in comparison to other films of his. Yeah, bamboozles, you know bamboozles and shit. I mean, like, Mal- you got Malcolm X, the right thing. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? The, the list goes on. Like he has some of the best movies ever. So it's hard to give it like a super high rating when you know he has some other films that. Are, you know, some of the best films ever. But it's still really good, though. So definitely suggest watching it. Really good film, really informative and entertaining. Nice. Um, last thing we're going to talk about is uh, <coughs> Eric Andre's special, uh, Legalize Everything. Seen the majority of it. Um, you see the whole thing right now? Yeah, I watched it on yeah, Friday night. You, you got, okay. It was dope. Um, yeah, it was It was. Dope from what I've seen. Um, it does start out a little weird. I thought, like, yeah, it was like it was like typical Eric Andre. Yeah, comedy. but he's like even his live shows are like that. I'm pretty sure yeah. he was explaining uh, um, the live shows on Hannibal Burris's podcast. Like, I seen him on uh, Talib's John too. He was on Talib Kwame's yeah. John recently. Um, so yeah, it's like a it's like a it's definitely stand up. But then there's also like just weird shit that'll happen. He did like, pranks and shit. You yeah. didn't get to that point. I got like, to the point where he brought in like, like the, the dude's parents. Those obviously weren't. His well, parents, they weren't his parents, but yeah. Yeah, yo, that was, was funny. Yeah, he brought in these guys. It was supposed the to be two the two old white parents. people just fucking making yeah. out and taking their clothes up. That was yeah, one of the funny. Yeah, because he's talking about people's pe- having yeah. parents having sex. He whatever. did another one though, where he took somebody's phone and he he was like, "I like to do this prank where like he just types to people's on somebody else's phone." 
and types to their mom, like to one of their parents, like oh, their the predict- mom. The predictive text. Yeah, he just oh, uses the even... predictive text. Yeah, so yeah. he doesn't text. He just uses what Apple what they, is yeah, yeah, generating, yeah. and he sends those messages. But yeah, he ended up doing that to somebody in the crowd's mom and shit. And they're like, and she like texted back. He was like, "Are you okay?" And then he was like asking, he was like, should I just call it? She FaceTimed and shit. Yeah, yeah. He's like, should I pick it up? And everybody's like, yeah, like pick it up. So like he has this lady like literally in front of like, I don't know, like a few hundred people, maybe a thousand people. Yeah. But I don't know, it might not have been nah, that it big was ball. It's probably like a few hundred. It was like probably 150 tops, I think, that venue. Really? It was tiny. It might have been. I think more than 150. Yeah, it might have been 250, yeah. 300. Yeah, we'll it was definitely it was smaller. Than it was the small, map, though. Regardless. But it was a lot yeah, of people yeah, yeah. to be in front of We're some random crowd. ass people. Yeah, yeah. Like. So, yeah, but it was funny, though. Like, and then, like, throughout the drone, like, it increasingly got more informative. Like, it got funnier, but it got funnier because he was talking about serious shit. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, once he got to the, the cops, like, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah, where he's like, I think reggae is the most inappropriate yeah, yeah, yeah. music <laughs> for the beginning of <laughs> cops. Yeah, that shit was great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's when I started to. I I was actually like, uh, this is this is really. Yeah, fucking I think funny. the more serious he got, or the more serious the topics got, the funnier the show got. Because it was harder. Like when he was just fucking around, it was just like, all right, like I see this all the time on the Eric Andre show. Like he's just doing the same thing, like just yelling and like doing weird shit. But then like when he actually started like being, when the bits became more thematic, it got funnier. And yeah. I appreciated that arc of the whole show, which made it more enjoyable to watch overall. Actually. <laughs> True, um, yeah. So that was it's been a it's been a pod. It's been a pretty long one. We condensed it, it though in a good. Yeah, place. yeah. I think I was I was getting a little worried because I'm like, wow, there's a lot of fucking topics, dude. Especially in national and hip hop, but we did we a good time. job. What is it? Not too bad. No, Bring it to the other screen because like it's a fucked up resolution. It's probably like two and a half. Yeah, probably when you edit it. Uh, 150 minutes almost. Yeah, that's only two and that's yeah. exactly two and a half. Um, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Good. So this has been episode 89. Um, you know where to get at us uh, at DJXL Podcast on Insta, um, DJXL Podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, where can they get at you, Tuan? Yo, Freddie Ross Beats at on Instagram. Yeah, I'm saying don't add him or Freddie Ra- or Freddie Ross Music. I'm saying send me your demo. Maybe yeah, I'll, yeah, we'll maybe I'll, maybe I'll yeah. sign you. Yeah, so yeah. You yeah. Bring you on the team. <laughs> this nigga give you a chain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You want a dough? What is it? Death rocks. If you want that death rocks chain, and you better not lose it too, because you only get one. <laughs> and if you lose it, you off the squad, dog. You gotta fight. <laughs> if you don't bring that chain back, dog, you, you, you all respect all is things. lost, dog. Twan ain't going to get your chain. You be yeah, a man wait, and get that wait, shit. One back time chains stuff. only. One yeah, time one time chain. chain don't get your snatch, nigga. Uh, you now and then also plug uh, where the, they can listen yeah, to your new track. Um, yeah, so you know where to get at me: Instagram, Twitter at the underscore river. The River on Google, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, whatever other music platforms, SoundCloud uh, to listen to my shit, videos on YouTube. Now over 10 for everything else, curatorial to fuck your bitch, whatever you need, I got you. You can listen to Riri Definition on SoundCloud, uh, just search The River, T-H-A-R-I-V-A, should be the top track. And then uh, check me out on uh, Fuck That's Delicious. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. America's Food Capital is the name of the episode, but it's yeah. episode eight of season four. Check out now so on the Action Bronson show. Um, and also, I know a lot of you guys probably need to repent for some of your COVID sins, like we'll I have you. done. I'm, not about to, I'm literally me. about to meet up with people after this. So. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not talking about anybody here. I'm just saying the audience. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm talking about somebody here. 
Uh, yeah, well, I already <laughs> repented, nigga. All right? God damn, dude. Well, um, yeah, so just reflect on your COVID sins. You know, try to do a little better. Because I know I'm, I'm going to try to do a little better in the next month. Uh, peace, guys. Peace. Take these. Take, take these. For this moment. For this moment. Take these. Take, take these. You are all I